Hey everybody, this is Terry Runnels, former WWE superstar, and you are listening to All Steak and No Sizzle, and you damn well better listen to it every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with my best man, Devin. Yeah. Another episode of Steak Bites. We're here after the 2017 Royal Rumble. Um, I'm here with two of my good friends. My man, Seeth. How's <laughs> going, everybody? This is Seeth. It's really Seeth, <laughs> a.k.a. Seeth the Shaka. <laughs> and was it Rumble or Shaka or what? And I got, I got my boy, Eddie J, a.k.a. Uh, Jay with an Eddie on the beat. <laughs> Either one you want to put it. I got these two motherfuckers with me, man. We sitting here after uh, the Royal Rumble at the mean in the mean streets of Troy, Michigan, at Bailey's. Um, well, let me put back the curtain a little bit. We came out here to Troy at uh, Bailey's. Normally, we go to the mean streets of Dearborn. God damn. We, we normally go to the Dearborn and watch all the wrestling pay-per-views, but we came out here to Troy because one of my top five uh, WWE divas of all time was here, Miss Terry Runnels, and you'll hear her later on in this episode and every fucking episode that comes up after this. <laughs> Unless Jesus gets a, a, a special uh, shout-out. Exactly, man, exactly. Man, I'm like if, if you were sitting there to break down the top five Divas of all time, man. Like Terry Runnels is going to end up in my top five every single time, man. She was here, had a great time. She took pictures with everybody, gave me a hug, gave me several hugs. She smells so good. Oh goddamn! What's she smell like? Oh man, she smells like like good and like Jesus, man. <laughs> she smelled like confidence and unemployment rate dropping. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But no, like we had a great time out here. Um, it came out here to Troy to you know check out the Royal Rumble, and this Shout is out Detroit for playing such a great show for us. You know, yeah, man, I, I gotta give them credit, man. Like they didn't have as many interruptions as uh, Bailey's does, and then, they, and then when they did have interruptions, they fixed that shit. You know, I, I give them credit, man. They they fixed that shit in a pretty uh. Pretty quick, you know, manner, man. I give him credit. Yeah, yeah, and a uh, special shout out to uh, TPD for not stopping me on my way here. You know, one headlight out and everything. You know, <laughs> shout out to y'all. Hopefully, I make it out of here the same. I was say, man, you still you still got a tr- uh, trip. You still out gotta here. go home, so that might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is the post Royal Rumble show, man. We, I had a great time. I enjoyed myself. What about you fellas, man? I mean, they call it a rumble to remember, and I think we're going to remember the rumble this year. What do you think? Ed? You know what? I, I'm going to remember this. I think this was the greatest rumble, rumble, Royal Rumble since t- 2015. I mean, you know, 
So that's the best oh, I can wait. go. 2015, which one was that one, man? Uh, 2015, I can't remember. I, can't <laughs> I really don't think it was that good. I'm probably Roman probably won. And yeah, Roman yeah, definitely Roman won, won that so, one. So, you know, Rock came out. That was shocking. But, yeah. You know, that was it. But um, let, let, let's, let's run through this uh, Royal Rumble real quick, man. Um, we, I mean, me and me and Seth were here through the, <laughs> through the pre Superman. <laughs> we were here through the pre-show. Honestly, I don't know who for the fuck, fuck won that uh that SmackDown Women's three six on six champion match oh, or whatever. Uh, uh, it was Nikki, Naomi, and Becky won. Okay. Yeah, that was a match. Yeah, I, I mean. I didn't really give a fuck about that one because SmackDown really gave a fuck about <laughs> the Royal Rumble, to be honest with you. And, uh, and it's pre-show. It was a pre-show. But the, the match after that was um, Carl Anderson and Gallows versus Cesaro versus – I mean Cesaro and um, Sheamus. And surprisingly, the Bullet Club won the Tag Team Championships, man. I did not see that one coming. I, not. I, 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 I was waiting for a reversal or something, a reversal decision. But. I mean, they got screwed last time because they said that uh, the referee, would he get blinded or something? He got something like that, yeah. And he got mad and he disqualified him even though they should have won the first time. But I guess WWE said, hey, we made a mistake. We'll recorrect that match on the Royal Rumble. Hey, and truth be told, me and me and Seth were here watching the match and, like, it was a one, two, three, but I didn't see that shit. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, hear, I didn't hear the bell ring, so I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, okay, well, he kicked out. And then the match was over. I'm like, and Seth was like, "Yo, Dev." <laughs> I thought you were like three times. Like, no, you know what they were, right? I like, what? I thought you was a fan of the club. I'm like, yeah, I am. They won the match. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows got the tag team championships, man. So, yo, shout out to them, man. I'm, Absolutely. I'm definitely a fan of the club, man. The Bullet Club. I'm, I'm calling what they really are, the Bullet Club, man. So, shout out to them for winning the tag team championships. Absolutely. And then uh, Sha- Sasha Banks versus Naomi Jax, aka. Bay 2015. Nia, Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Did I say Nia? Naomi, I said Nia. Naomi. My bad. <laughs> I'm like, that's somebody new. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi Jax. Great, great wrestler. <laughs> exactly. But no, a.k.a. Bay 2015 versus Bay 2016. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, You're going to leave any room for us. What do, what do we get? I mean, you getting Bay's 15, 16. What do we get, man? Hey, Bay 2017 is Ember Moon for me, so I don't know who y'all got. Taking out the good ones, man. What, can, what do we left with? So I got Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce? That's a, that's a good call, man. That's a good one. But, um, yeah, uh, Nia Jax came away with the victory in that one in the pre-show. Uh, shout out to her for, you know, getting a little bit of a push. Hopefully she'll be contending for the championship at, uh, what is it, Fastlane? Next one for? Yeah, we got Fastlane next. Okay. Yeah, push it after WrestleMania or something. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. All right. And the opening match for Royal Rumble was Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. Um, what did y'all pay per view herself? What What did y'all think about that one? Ah, that match right there. That was um, it was all you was you, you would think. Bailey gave her a great match. Uh, she worked her well. Um, Sometimes you thought that Bailey was gonna win, and Charlotte still somehow, some way, always pull off in the pay per views. Now maybe on Raw she might lose, but pay per views she wins them. Exactly. Yeah, I was I walked in halfway through the match, didn't pay too much attention to it, but right. yeah, after Charlotte won, I said, "All right, you're gonna lose tomorrow, so that's fine." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bailey and Charlotte, so shout out to the, those two ladies for putting on a good show. Absolutely. 
and uh, it, it's funny because my boy Dave, my boy Dave, he, he really hasn't like watched a lot of uh, WWE in the past couple of years. He came in, he was like, "Man, the women starting the starting uh, the pay per view off," and like, and and he he was a little bit surprised, man. Like, I, I told him kind of the story of you know the women's revolution or whatever, and you know he was surprised, man. He definitely uh, thought that the women came out and, and showed out. So, um, shout out to Bailey and Charlotte for. Uh, Starting the pay per view off, but you know Charlotte came away with the victory, man. You know, to me, where do you think this women's division was? How far they going? I mean, they've been in hell in cell matches. They've been in um, elimination chamber. I'm well, not elimination chamber yet, not yet. But they've been in. I think, I think like, that's coming. Matches. Where do you think will go? How far are they willing to go with the women? Um, I mean, they had a hell in the cell match with the women. Right. I mean. It, it, it's not too much far further they can. I mean, or I'll take that back. They they can definitely go further, man. I think I think we're on the verge of a women's Money in the Bank match. I think we're on the verge of a women's Royal Rumble match. I would like that. Um, well, they they got the women's tournament coming up soon. The, Triple H announced that. So. Oh, he did. Yeah, like just like the cruiserweight title and and, and the, the UK, UK championship. Yep, they got the women's tournament coming up, so that should be around WrestleMania sometimes. But the question is, is that for? Established talent or people that are coming in, you know. Yeah, they're gonna be just like everything else. They grabbing women from all over the place and they're bringing them in. So we'll and get to see some of like they just uh, signed Kimberly, uh, uh, Heidi Lace. They signed a couple of good ones out there. So we'll what, see what, what they do. What about Miss uh, uh, what's my what's my girl name? Uh, Candice Larue. Oh, Larue. Yes. Yeah. No, they didn't sign her, but. You never know; they might be able to bring her in for it. So, I, yeah, because they always bring in a lot of talent. You then you never see them again. So, <laughs> it's a couple uh, cruiserweight dudes. I was hoping we would see, but I never saw them again. Yeah, and we'll, we'll jump into the the Royal Rumble match ourselves about who we thought was going to jump in there and and who wasn't. But uh, yeah, there's a couple of people I thought would be in the Royal Rumble this year. But um, let's go ahead and run through the rest of this card. Um, we had Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns with. Mr. Chris Christopher Jericho, Christopher Bartholomew Jericho, suspended and it's in again, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Chris Jericho suspended in a shark cage above the ring. Um, disqualification too. Exactly. Honestly, man, I thought Roman Reigns was going to win the match, man. Like, and it, it's not one of those like I wanted Roman Reigns to win. I just thought he was going to win because it's, it's Vince McMahon's world. I thought he was going to give it to his guy, Roman Reigns. But uh, Kevin Owens pulled it out, man. So, well, he did have a little help from um, Ron Strowman, though. <laughs> hey, I, I'll take Remember it. Me, that, oh, I'm sorry, not a little, but I mean, that's a big help. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, Threw I, him I, through a table. I'm just saying. I, I'll take it any way I can get it, man. As long as. But before Braun came out, the match was still excellent. Yeah, it all was. the chairs, was. The, the brass knuckles, oh, all, oh, it was still going nice, you know, nice, brutal, no disqualification to a T. So they put on one hell of a show. I'm, I'm gonna say yes. I enjoy Kevin Owens. When I first saw Kevin Owens win the title, I was like, this guy. But you know, I wasn't a um, NXT guy, so I didn't really follow him that well. But as soon as I saw him, how he works. When he was talking about when he won the belt because the belt was so new, and he was like, "I'm the longest reigning champion." It was like seven days or something. I was like, "This guy's hilarious." <laughs> yeah, like me and Ed, we've uh, we've been to a couple of uh, Ring of Honor shows, so we've we've seen Kevin Owens before. Name dropping. 
I was like, we've seen Kevin Steen before he jumped into the WWE and when he became Kevin Owens, man. So to see him with the with the Universal Championship and on the run that he's on right now, man, it definitely does my heart a lot of good right now, man. So yeah, yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Now I never seen Kevin Steen actual live at Ring of Honor, but if you don't know Kevin Steen, I got the three this DVD set of the best of Kevin Steen in the car. You can borrow it tonight. I will give it to you right after we're done with this. Hey, I travel around with the car. I put it in. Me and the daughter watch it and be like, yo, watch this. And wow. we, we all love it. The family loves Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens, you know, now. So. Right. Whoever you want to call him, right? Yeah, exactly. Whoever you love. <laughs> Kevin, as much Kev love out there. I got a question. Why is everybody hating my man Roman Reigns? I don't get it. You want to take this one, Ed? All right. Uh, Okay, hating Roman Reigns is kind of like uh, your, your your mama making a, a casserole dinner that you know you just don't want to eat, but she gonna keep pushing it and feeding it to you, and you like it's not that good, mom. I don't know who told you your casserole was good, but I don't want it, and she not hearing you because she the parent. So Vince McMahon is the parent right now, and he's gonna feed it to us until we say we like it and we love it and we ask for more. So. Or until he actually get the message, you know, maybe you need to slow down on him, or maybe you need to add some some pepper to to this <laughs> to add some more flavor. Cause okay, when did when did the Shield break up, man? How long was it before he got the title? The Shield broke up what like? That was like what? Uh, yeah, they broke up in Extreme in Rules 2014. 14, yeah, 2014. They broke up in May right after uh, Extreme Rules. Yeah, so. And, and who wh- got the push first? Who got the title first? Oh, Seth Rollins. So, but why are everybody mad at Roman Reigns? Seth Rollins is the one who got the title first. It, okay. You want to know why I'm mad at Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and and for the longest, I was still with Roman Reigns, man, because, you know, he went through the Royal Rumble. That that first year he went through the Rumble, he eliminated, he broke uh, Kane's 12-people uh, record. Right. I was still with Roman Reigns, man. If you remember the year before that, when Batista won the when, when uh, Batista won the Royal Rumble, people were still with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. They they just didn't want Batista to win the shit. Right. But the thing is, like everybody realized that Roman Reigns was their chosen guy, mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan, he was in the Rumble and they eliminated him early. And then at that point, it was like we don't give a fuck who you give us, we want Daniel Bryan. But I was still with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns was still my guy. The moment I gave up on Roman Reigns was, I'm not sure if it was the first or the second match against AJ Styles. Mm. When he started kicking out of the, the Styles Clash, mm. at that point, I'm like, fuck Roman Reigns. Because it's like, that, that. I've watched wrestling pretty much my whole life. Mm. And AJ Styles is one of those guys that I've wanted to see in the WWE for years. And AJ Styles has he has a finishing move that I don't feel like anybody should really be kicking out of. And when Roman Reigns kicked out of his move t- like two, three times in a match, mm. at that point, I was like, fuck you. They're behind you, and they're pushing you no matter what you do. Mm. So at that point, at that point, and I, I want to say it was Extreme Rules, I think it was. Is it the Extreme Rules or whatever the, the June pay-per-view is? At that point, I was like, fuck Roman Reigns. The WWE is, like, pushing this dude no matter what. Mm. And no matter who comes in the way, they're pushing that guy. You know, I never really got AJ Styles' move, Sound Clash. I know it's supposed to be, you know, his finisher and everything, but right. I'm like, 
I can't see that putting people away. One, the styles are you, clash? Are you gonna put that on a big show? I don't think so. I mean, no. No, you ain't I mean, gonna, you ain't gonna TNA put that. where the, the talent was about the size that he was, yeah, that's gonna work. But you got Brock Lesnar or Goldberg, are you gonna put somebody on the stock clash? Is that gonna end with Brock or Goldberg? But I, but here's the here's the thing. So let's take Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. If Daniel Bryan hit the running knee on the big show, is they gonna finish the big show? That's possible. At least that's a I mean he hitting him with his knee. To the face. I mean, but look, the big show is fucking, seven what, seven control. foot, 500 pounds. Well, you got to give him down to one knee at least. Hitting him with a knee is going to finish him? Mm-hmm. Possible. Right. But here's the thing. AJ Styles has a bunch of other finishers, too. He has the calf slicer. He has that phenomenal uh, forearm. All right. But nothing was going to finish Roman Reigns off. You also got the 450 and that spinal tap off the top rope. Exactly. But none of that finishes Roman Reigns. Okay, I like those moves, but I just never really was a fan of Solid Flash. And I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. But my thing is, is that, okay, if you get beyond that, think about the people he, he faced after that. So Dean Ambrose can't finish Roman Reigns off. Uh, Seth Rollins can't finish Roman Reigns off. Uh, Kevin, uh, Who won a, a WrestleMania? Was it Seth Rollins or was it Roman Reigns? I mean, who was the chosen one? <laughs> well, the chosen one became Seth Rollins because he won. He was the architect and everything. They put the money behind Seth Rollins. But you know why that is? Because everybody, like, booed the shit out of Roman Reigns. And then, wait, wait, wait. And then the next year after that in Dallas, when they, they let Roman Reigns beat Triple H for the championship, they booed the shit out of Roman Reigns. And they but, boo- you, but you know what? Mm. They, they turned the, the music up really, really loud, so you really couldn't hear the boos, man. Mm. If you got to mask the boos, that lets you know that guy ain't the guy. See, well, I think what happened with WWE is they try to they do try to control who they want to be the good guy and who they want to be the bad guy. Yeah, but 100%. I think once Stone Cold came around because he was bad, but everybody loved him so much at that time. He was supposed to be bad, but everybody loved what he did. They cheered for him anyway. So it's like, you know what? We just got called fan favorite. Throw up the air quotes just because you can't see me. <laughs> fan favorite type person. Hey. You ever you ever heard Stone Cold tell the story about how he got his push? No. Stone Cold, he was going he was going out there. He was cutting promos, but literally, whenever you know, at that time they were tape delaying all the shows. Okay. So Stone Cold would cut a promo, and like the 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 guys in the back would like edit his promos, mm-hmm. and they said they told Stone Cold like we have to edit your promos because you're popping the truck, popping the truck. Now. Me back in the day, I didn't know what that meant. Like, what does it mean by popping the truck? I'm thinking, like, you know, he was yelling too loud and, like, the, the volume was too loud. But, no, popping the truck means he's, like, he was making the guys in the back laugh. So I'm sitting there like, so how is that a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Like, Stone Cold was cutting promos and making every, everybody in the editing room laugh. Okay. But they edited the shit so that he wasn't funny. So, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin with the Vincent Man is like, if you edit my lines, I don't have a character. I can't get over. Right. So they, so Vince was like, okay, all right, all right, all right, Austin, we'll let you. All right, I'll let you get over. So they stopped editing his lines, and that's when Stone Cold Steve Austin finally started to get over. Mm. They wanted Stone Cold to be a bad guy so bad, but they had to edit his lines so that he wasn't making people laugh. Mm. But once they let him Stone Cold be Stone Cold. That's when you got the Austin 316. That's when you got the, you know, uh, 
That's the bottom line because Stone Cold says so. So was that before the Owen match when he broke when he oh, that, uh, broke his neck? Yeah, that, that was around the time of uh, King of the Ring. Yeah, win. King of the Ring match. Uh, yeah, he was like uh, he came, he started uh, spurred at the three sixteen. That's when they got birth right there. Right, and like to the, to this day, like I don't understand. I, I really don't understand like why the fuck like this man was editing editing his lines because it's like the shit was gold, man. And then like when when this man let him be who he is. That's when he finally got over. That's when he started to pop. And that's when Stone Cold Austin 316 finally took over. The WWE now, they they script so much of the stuff, people can't really be who themselves, who they are. They can't be themselves. And Roman Reigns is one of the, the perfect examples. He can't be who he really is. Honestly, in my mind, I think Roman Reigns is one of the best heels in the company but they just won't let him be because they want him so bad to be the next John Cena. They, they want him to go on uh, the Today Show. They want him to make all these appearances. But if they let Roman Reigns be who he really wants to be, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns could be one of the top heels in this company, and then eventually he could be one of the top baby faces. But if they let him be a heel first, Roman Reigns could be one of the, the top people in this company, man, I, so, I think. Do you think if they let him become a heel and – with the boos he get now because he's the good guy, will those boos reverse and be cheering? Because they thought, thank you, he's finally a bad guy. Eventually, yeah. And see, that's that's the thing. I think Roman is the, that category. He's gonna be caught that he can never be all the way bad or never be all the way good. Because if he's good, they gonna cheer, they gonna boo him, and if he's bad, they are gonna cheer him. I mean, and, and you gotta realize, like right now, especially in this like right now, the top heel in the company is supposed to be Kevin Owens and probably Chris Jericho, but they're cheering him. Why? Because they got them directly against Roman Reigns. They hate Roman Reigns with a passion. You saw, you saw the video. Um, I don't know if you saw it, Ed, but it was a video that came out not too long ago where Kevin Owens like start talking shit to this little kid at a, like a house show. Yeah, yeah. And like, dude, that's perfect. That's heel one hundred percent. He started talking shit to this kid like, "Fuck you, little. You know, I, don't, I don't care if you buy my shirt or not." Wow. That's, no, he said he, he didn't want him to wear his shirt or something. Yeah. Exactly. That's like perfect heel persona. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the Royal Rumble, they were cheering the fuck out of Kevin Owens. You know why? Because they hate Roman Reigns so much that they want him to be a heel. <laughs> Dude, it, it, if they made Roman Reigns and John Cena a heel right now, they would like they would cheer they would cheer them for the longest, but then eventually those cheers would start turning to boos. And and then let them be heels for a long time, do heelish shit, and then eventually the crowd will start turning in the, in the favor of Roman Reigns and uh, John Cena, I think. My personal opinion. My personal opinion. Nah. I think nothing wrong with Roman Reigns. I think he'd be all right. But uh, let's talk about John Cena winning. Don't vomit. Don't vomit. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I almost threw up a little bit. Well, we'll say it together. Six. I can't say it. You say it. Sixteen. Sixteen. One, two, three, four. Sixteen. I can't fucking say it. You say it. Sixteen time record. John Cena has become a 16 time WWE world. Woo! John Cena has become a 16-time world heavyweight champion. 
Okay, so here's the thing. Is this something that you thought that would never happen, or you just knew it was just a matter of time? It was a matter of time. Okay, so you're not that uh, oblivious to this. You're not one of those to think he'll never tie the record or nothing like that. Oh, I, I knew he would tie the record, and he's going to break the record eventually. I mean, it, it's John Cena has – I mean, let me rephrase uh, – I'm sorry, not John Cena. Vince McMahon has like a hard on for John Cena so bad that he wants him to break Ric Flair's record. Mm. It, it's going to happen. And the fact that he tied him pisses me off, but I, I knew it was going to happen, man. Eventually, you know, records are meant to be broken. So that's what they got, and it was all a matter of time. They, they teased us a little bit. So they teased us with uh, that SummerSlam. Like and John Stewart two, coming in two years ago that. with uh John Stewart. Yeah, John. So they they kept teasing us and well, Royal Rumble that tease was over. So now we just got to see how long he keeps this title for and how long before he loses it and he gets his rematch clause and he wins it right back. So, so, all right, let's 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 go ahead and. Uh, Wait, I got one more question. Is that a record that you're really proud of? That means you won 16 times, but you lost 17. I mean. Could that be something you're really proud of? I mean, apparently the, the WWE think it's so big that they, you know, pumped it up for John Cena to break it. So, I mean, it, it must mean something. I don't know. That's that's not like, you know, I wouldn't put him in the category of Michael Jordan winning six championships or Joe Montana winning four, you know. That's not, that's not a impressive thing. It's like, okay, let's say, let's throw it off subject for one second. If Brady loses the Super Bowl, all right, he'll okay. be four and three as a, as a record. That's not really that well. I mean, that's good. You won four, but four and three. I mean, I'll take Super Bowl, four Super Bowl championships. I'll take that. Yeah, but four and three, that's, that looks kind of bad. I mean, it, it, it's kind of hard to compare, like, uh, another sport to that because that's a once-a-year thing. And then, plus, you got to really work your ass off to, to get to that spot. I mean, I'm like – Brady don't have to work that hard. I mean, he's Tom Brady. That's a little different. But, you know, you all you got to do is deflate a couple balls and, you know, go ahead. No, my bad, my bad. One, one <laughs> we, time. I'm we, sorry, we, Mr. We ain't going to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about that. But I think more of the record that, that people should talk about is um, more of, like, that, that Bruno San Martino run of, like, how long did Bruno had the belt? He had it for, like, years. Yeah. So like you eight know, years, I think. So I think lo- longevity is more of the, the the thing that you should be touting than you know how many times you held the belt. Because I mean, you could lose the belt every other week, but you know, and win it back every week. But if you know, mm. that, but you know, during that time, there were no raws to watch. You know, what I'm saying it was just they fought every three months, and then that, that, that's saying the title is going to be on the line. So I don't understand how we can make comparisons like that with back in the day wrestling like that. I mean, as far as, like, the the modern-day record, was it CM Punk hosted the modern-day record for, like, what, 400 yeah, 400 and, like, 60-some days or something. Right. Or four, 430, I think. New Day got 460. Or it's somewhere in the 400s. Right. So, so yeah. like, that, that CM Punk, you know, title reign is more of, as far as, like, modern-day, that's more of the record that people should be shooting for. But Right, yeah. Because uh, Bruno, I mean, there, there was no Raw. There was no weekly show back then. Right. You know, so, you know, it's – Way different. And I you know. think they even fought every time he was there, or the belt was on the line every time. Exactly. So, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. As far as like the modern day, yeah, I would look at more of the the longevity records, like JBL's record or CM Punk's record. That's 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 more of what you should be shooting for, as for like holding the, the title 
for you know a certain amount of days. Can but we put Kevin Nash in there? Kevin Nash held it for a year. He did? Yeah, Kevin Nash was champ for a year. <laughs> of a WCW belt? No, with the WWF belt. I don't know if we can put that in. I mean, technically, you know. <laughs> he held the belt for a year? Yeah, he held the belt for a year. Really? Yeah. I don't know why y'all sleeping on Kevin Nash. <laughs> Damn, I, I do. <laughs> I or Diesel, I'm sorry. Like, oh, oh, Diesel. So D- Diesel. D- Diesel. Yeah, yeah, D- yeah. Diesel. Yeah, Diesel. Yeah. Damn, I did yeah, not remember that. <laughs> but yeah, like, I remember Diesel breaking the record for like the, the quickest win in a championship match, beating Bob eight Backlund seconds. in like what, eight seconds. Yeah, eight seconds. But yeah, it was a house show. Yeah. I, I just watched that like maybe a week ago. It was crazy. I only watched it because I wanted to see a celebration after he won. He did this weird little, like, <laughs> little congratulations I, celebration. I, I, I remember days. that, man. <laughs> he was like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, John's – excuse me. John – I'm going to go get him a bag. John Cena has helped this – <laughs> I know he probably cut this, but we just took, like, a 27-minute break because he had to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> he, had to, he had to clean his shirts with his shirt and everything. John Cena has held the world title as as many times as the, the, the legendary Hall of Famer Ric Flair. I'm starting to believe you got a problem with the baby faces of WWE. It's Roman Reigns, now it's John Cena. What's going on? Oh, I, I got a problem with both of them. And, and here's the weird thing, man. Like, when it started off, I didn't have a problem with it, but it's just like, I don't know, man. Vince McMahon gets like a, a hard on for like certain people, man. It's them too, dude. Let me, let me, I mean, let me throw this in there, man. What are your? I mean, I'm gonna ask both of you. What are your thoughts on Seth Rollins? Let's start with you, Seth. I mean, Seth Rollins as a as a WWE superstar wrestler. All together. What, what are your thoughts on Seth Rollins? I think it's phenomenal. I've never seen a talent like his in a while, you know. I mean, you know, to be his size and be able to take on anybody. I mean, he'll fight anybody. It doesn't matter to him. He'll fight Big Show. He'll fight Roman Reigns. He'll fight anybody. I've never seen nobody that size and be able to do what he does. Okay. What about you, Ed? So I'm going to do it like this, okay. Mike Skills, Seth Rollins, I'm going to give him a good seven and a half. Uh, when it comes to wrestling-wise, He's kind of like a, a new Triple H for me. Like, when you say Seth Rollins in a match, I'm going to watch that match. Right. Like, no matter who he's going against. It's people like like Rock or Austin where you could be like, okay, it was in a match. I don't need to watch that match. I got a feeling how that match going to go. But right. Seth Rollins do something amazing for you, or at least for me. So, I, I love Seth Rollins, you know. But there's the only thing – well, no, because there's really not a problem with him. He does – what he's paid to do, right. and if it's personal or professional, he, he, they love him. They love him on a personal level, backstage or whatever. Yeah, he got injured. He was all right. He he had one little, you know, uh, little, uh, I don't know what you call it, a little report backstage where you know him and his girlfriend, the naked pictures and all that. Yeah, but, we, we ain't gonna talk about that. Yeah, right? yeah, that's not. But but besides that, you know, and, and none of that stopped him. They didn't stop his push. It didn't stop him from moving nowhere. Right. So they just kept elevating him. So what was his um, when he got hurt? What was his push? What was his what was his like his shirt or his slogan? Oh, uh, uh, rebuild, rebuild, recl- redesign, reclaim. reclaim. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's my guy right there. We had that. I, I love that shirt. I said that's my guy. And so it's perfect. The guy when he got hurt, he you missed like what 
maybe like uh, seven six, months. Seven, seven months. Eight months. Yeah. So he was a he was a heel before he when he got hurt. He he gets hurt, and when he comes back, they do like this whole like WWE special about him. Like oh he's he he's working his hardest to come back so he can you know be ready for uh, WrestleMania. But he wasn't quite ready for WrestleMania. But they did everything. They, they did like a whole special about him. And I'm like, dude, he's coming back to be the perfect baby face. But you know what they do? They kept him as a heel. They kept him as a heel. And why is that? Because they needed him to go up against Roman, Roman. Reigns, who they wanted to be their top baby face. The way uh, Seth Rollins should have came back, he should have came back as the top baby face in the company. When he came out of there to Extreme, Lose, Extreme Rules, he got the biggest pop of the night. He, he hit uh, Roman Reigns with that pedigree, and everybody was cheering him. And the next night on Monday Night Raw, everybody was like, yeah, he's going to be a baby face. Nope. nope. He cut a heel promo. Still a heel. And you know why? You know why he cut a heel promo? Because they need Roman Reigns to be their top guy as the baby face. Well, you know, WWE did this before. I remember when Triple H got hurt. Remember he tore his quad or something? He was out for a long time. Yeah. First time or the second time? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been the first time. It's about when uh, Jericho, quote, unquote, hurt him. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And he was going for a long time. I thought, like, wow, his square might be done. He busted his ass. He came back. Um, he came back that raw. He was probably supposed to say something, but the crowd was going so crazy. They just ended raw. They was like, we, we, we can't do anything. He just, you know, the crowd was going crazy. You know, this guy busted his ass, come back, and he came back ready to go. And he won that Rumble that year. He beat, who was it, Angle? WrestleMania? Or he beat no, Angle? Sure. So he must have been angle in the he be angle in the Royal Rumble then I think. Yeah, he was the last one to eliminate. Yep. That's what that's what made me know that Triple H was supposed to come back uh as a good guy. Because when he came back and he cut that promo in that blue jean jacket, yeah, that blue jean jacket was sweet. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh Angle came out and interrupted him. And Angle was bad. Angle was like, No, you know, this isn't your time, I'm gonna win. And they went to pounding. And then that's the last person he eliminated. So, yeah, I mean, Triple H supposed to come back as a good guy. And they had plans to push him right up against Jericho. So, no. But, honestly, I feel like this time when Seth Rollins came back, they wanted him to be a heel to go up against Roman Reigns because they, for some reason, uh, Vincent Mann still thought Roman Reigns was the top baby face in the company. And they thought Seth Rollins being a heel would work. That shit did not work, man. People still they, they they cheered Seth Rollins, and it's like, dude, just give the people what they want. And you you don't even have to let Roman Reigns be a full heel. Let him be like half heel. Cut a heel promo. Yeah. But it's like, no, we want Roman Reigns to be the next John Cena. We want him to be the next Hulk Hogan. And I feel like they've they've killed so many people's push, trying to make Roman Reigns a baby face that. It's like you're 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 cutting your nose off to spite your face, you know what I mean? And again, you do that with Cena, cause think about all the people they turned heel for Cena. They, oh man, and and the one that sticks out the biggest in my mind, which was actually a, they got a big cheer when he turned, was Ryback. Ryback really, his career, I'm sorry, was nowhere. His whole career was nothing. Right. But when he came out and he, and he uh, hit that shell shock on Cena, we're like, oh, Ryback turned. <laughs> Ryback might be Cena. He's strong. <laughs> nah, he ain't being Cena. Great Khali saying when he was good, he turned. Cena demolished Ryback. Cena demolished Great Khali. The, all of them, they all tried. But. Dude, think, think about all the great people that had momentum. Until they went up against John Cena, mm-hmm. Ryback, Bray Wyatt, Rusev, 
Rusev. Rusev. Oh, man. We not, I don't even like to count them years no more, them Rusev years. He had a first name then. I don't like to count them. <laughs> all these people had all this momentum going up against John Cena. And, like, you're seeing it again with Roman Reigns. All these people had a lot of momentum going up against Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, uh, Kevin Owens, Chris Jer- All these guys had momentum going up against these guys. And it's like Vince McMahon just has, like, this heart on for these people. And it's like, I don't care. They're going to be the face of my company. I want John Cena going to uh, today's show on an NBC, you know, promoting my company. I want Roman Reigns going to the, the, the Conan O'Brien show, promoting my show. You know, isn't it funny? I remember when um, The Rock had came back and John Cena was all on The Rock talking about how you're a part-timer this and you don't do this anymore, you're right. not here anymore. And now we're seeing the transformation where John Cena is now the part-timer. He's not there anymore. He's on the Today Show, the Night Show, uh, SNL. Even though he's doing a great job doing the shows, but right. he's still on these shows, and it's like your fans are saying, "Where are you at?" Even though they boo you, but their fans are looking for you. Now you got the belt. We respect you to be on SmackDown. I don't expect to be on SmackDown tomorrow. I mean Tuesday. Dude, look, look at the poster for Royal Rumble. Who were the first four people in the front row of that poster? Uh, can I tell you who two of them were not? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Who who were they not? All the way to itty bitty 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 back was my man. Uh, Kevin Owens, yep, the champ overall, the uh, Universal Champion, Universal yep. Champion overall, and then the SmackDown Champion, uh, AJ Styles. Both of them were in the third row. The first four people oh, was in the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> the first four people on that poster was John Cena, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and the Undertaker. Four of all the four of those guys are part timers, so. <laughs> This kind of goes back to one of my one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, my man CM Punk. CM Punk, when, when, if you listen to the podcast he did when he was basically explaining what his problem was with WWE and why he left, he was saying basically it's like, dude, the guys that are out there every single night doing house shows, busting their ass, don't get rewarded. But some guy that is over in Hollywood and is a part-timer, they get the top spots at WrestleMania. They get the top spots on the pay-per-views. And it, it's, it's still going on today, man. The, the Royal Rumble, like I said, the, the top four guys promoted on that poster was The Undertaker, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and John Cena. And let's, let's, let's just say Cena's still kind of active, right? Mm-hmm. The other three, mm-hmm. Undertaker wrestles what, two times a year? Brock, if that. Brock Lesnar wrestles like what? Whenever he wants to. And Goldberg? Exactly. Goldberg's, what, second match in, in 10 years, right? Exactly. There we go. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I kind of agree with my man CM Punk. It's like, dude, like, if we're out here doing house shows. We're, we're wrestling 365 days of the year. Give us that top spot. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I bet you, like, whatever that WrestleMania match is, the top WrestleMania match is, and we'll, we'll jump into the Royal Rumble, but whatever the top WrestleMania match is, it's going to be who won the Rumble versus a part a quote unquote part timer. Now, isn't it funny? Like, remember with the Raw Wars with WCW and WWE? All right. WCW was the company that would push the old timers and stuff, and then, you know, they would leave the youngers in the background. Exactly. Raw was the talent, you know, the land of opportunity. You're young and fresh, we'll exactly. give you a push. Now, can't you say the world's a reverse? This is no more WCW. <laughs> 
Right. And, and, and if you look at it right now, like to me, SmackDown is more of the, the land of opportunities and like Raw is the company that more pushes the, the older guys because uh, Brock Lesnar is signed to Raw. Undertaker made a lot more appearances on Monday Night Raw in the last couple of weeks than you know any of the other guys. Uh, Goldberg just happened to pop up on Monday Night Raw. None of those guys have showed up on SmackDown. So I would say SmackDown is more of the land of opportunity. But we'll, we'll, we'll just go ahead and jump into it. The, the, the Royal Rumble was won by Randy, Randy Orton. That was a shocker there. Yeah, I did not see that shit coming, man. I, 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 he, he wasn't in my top ten picks. <laughs> uh, my he top, was my top 30. Yeah, my, my top ten. He was his top 30. My top ten pick. I would have Goldberg, Brock, Undertaker, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor. They got people that wouldn't even in the rumble. <laughs> I'll put James Ellsworth in my top ten. The way they be pushing him down our throats. Yeah, you never know with that one. Yeah, the the guy I thought would win it was Finn Balor, but he wasn't even in it. But like when the Undertaker eliminated uh, was Goldberg, Goldberg. When the Undertaker eliminated Goldberg, I'm thinking, all right, they're setting up that Goldberg. I mean, I'm sorry, they set up that Undertaker versus Cena match. Uh, you mean the match I called and told you about earlier? Yeah. Are you gonna steal my thunder? <laughs> hey, and here's the thing: like from 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 the get go, you said the taker would win it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't, but you, you you called it. But after a while, I was like, you know what? I think you're right. But nobody, nobody said Randy Orton. Nobody. No, no way. We did have somebody say Randy Orton. Who? I think it was um, Will that said Randy Orton was gonna win. He was talking about he said Randy was supposed to be Does getting the push. And Steve did call it the last three people, so yeah, if that counts. I mean. <laughs> we still both thinking Roman. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, like, like well, me, you, me, and uh, Mike made a bet. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't you bet on Roman Reigns? Dude, when, when I saw Roman Reigns come out at number 30, I'm like, man, they going to give. It's going to be this motherfucker, man. It's not. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to. Be feeling balanced at that point, but I'm, I'm like, confused. so for a guy who hates Roman Reigns, you sure do bet on him to win. No, no, no. A- a- you see that? Sure, it's a surefire bet, though. I mean, it's Roman, like John Cena come out. John Cena come out at 30. Yeah, John Cena won. And, and here's the thing like, me saying that he's going to win it is not saying I like that motherfucker. It's just saying it's like. <laughs> you just see the vision. You just see it, what's going on. It's Vince McMahon. Like, Vince McMahon loves Roman Reigns so much. Uh, I got to get Roman Reigns in this match. You see the Patriots going up against the Browns. You, I think you pretty much know who's going to win when the Patriots come out. They come down the tunnel. Oh, Patriots won this one. Yeah, when I saw Roman Reigns come out, I'm like, oh, fuck it. All right. Any, any thoughts I had before that, fuck it, it's going to be Roman Reigns. But, yeah. And that's the shocker. People say it wasn't no shockers. No, Roman was a shocker. I mean, Ty, we waited for Ty, and he came out right when we wanted. But And, like, I mean, truth be told, man, like, we was here watching uh, the Royal Rumble, but I don't know what it is about, like, Bailey's, man, using that fucking Roku, man. Whenever they yeah. use a Roku, the shit started fucking up, man, no, like look, crucial points. Look, Roku don't sponsor all steak, no sizzle. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, we don't have nothing against Roku. I mean, I got a Roku. Me too. I got two Roku TVs. We all got Rokus. But we know when it comes to watching certain stuff streaming, we not going to watch that. We can't watch live stuff. Yeah, you can go watch Netflix. That's fine. Hey, but I'm going to say this. Like, if Roku decides to sponsor All Steak, No Sizzle, 
uh, fuck what you said. Yeah, yeah, I'm rolling with yeah, the Roku. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, the, all those new Rokus probably work great. Why don't you send us some new Rokus to uh, plug up to our TVs, and then we'll see. I'm going to let y'all know. Like, Roku, I can be bought. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all know right now. That goes out to Roku, Chromecast, Amazon Fire Stick. Every man's got a price. Hey, I got a price, hey, man. And hey, hey, it's not as much as you think it is, exactly. motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I'll take an 18 inch Samsung Smart TV. I know they don't come that small, but if y'all want to make one just to throw me out there. Hey, truth be told, man, like I, I might throw a price out there for Miss Terry Reynolds to be on my show, goddammit. There you go. I'm hoping that price ain't as much as I think it is, man. I, I, I like all steak, no sizzle, and I and I respect Miss Terry Reynolds. Uh, so I'm gonna keep all my thoughts about her clean on this podcast. But I do appreciate all the hugs and love and pictures that you uh, gave out while here. Shout, shout out to Miss Terry Reynolds, man. The five shout outs to y'all. Shout, holla, 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 holla to uh, Miss Terry Reynolds. And she actually came with a puppy. You believe she that? did. His she, name was Mozart. With, His name was Mozart. So man. Nice long conversation. She came, had personal conversation with everybody. She wasn't a quote unquote diva. Yeah, to everyone. Hey, shout, shout out to Terry Reynolds, man. She, Terry Reynolds is one of my top five uh, female WWE superstars of all time, man. And she might have moved up in, moved up in the list, man. Like I'm a, I'm a, I've always been a huge fan of Terry Reynolds, aka Marlena, whatever you want to call her, man. But the she devil, she, she <laughs> Miss PMS herself. Pretty mean sister. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, I, I, she's definitely moved up, man. Like, damn. Let's let's talk about that for a second, man. Well, we'll let's talk about what for a second. If it's Terry, I could talk about her for like three hours. We got the time. We got the time. Like we we, we normally go to uh, the Bailey's in Dearborn to watch the wrestling pay per views, man. But we came out here to Detroit to see Miss Terry Reynolds, man. Let's start out with you, C. What was your thoughts on uh, Terry Reynolds and how she was out here, man? She was, I thought she was very professional. You know, usually when you come to an event, you see people that come to see you. I mean, obviously, everybody was here to see her. Right. And she went to each table that was around here and she talked to everybody personally. I mean, who does that? What superstar would do that on that type of level? Right. She never to do that. She, she, all she had to do was just wave and say, hey, I'm here, blah, blah, blah. Right. And kept it going. She went to everybody at the table, talked to everybody, made us feel like we was part of the family, man. I really appreciate that. Okay. What'd what you think, Ed? What about you, Ed? Oh, man, yeah. The fact that she wasn't in, like, a a, a, a glass box or glass case, <laughs> and we had to wave from her from afar, that was great. She just sat at a table that was two feet away from us, you know, asked us how we was doing and everything. It was great. And you can go up there and ask her, you know, anything, you know, respectfully, you know, and, and she would answer you and give you stories. We had we had nice little chit-chat, nice little stories. and. Oh, yeah. I, I I felt like I was a 15 year old boy back back in the early 90s and 2000s. Exactly. You know, meeting a meeting a dream. So and 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 man, and Terry Reynolds hasn't aged a bit. If she did, she must have kept it all in her bag and <laughs> packed it away before she came inside. Man, and like me, like I, I I've said it before, like like me and Ed and Steve and you know Mike and different people, we sit around like. Who's your top five like WWE divas or women of, of all time? And for the most part, man, Terry Reynolds always ends up in my top five somewhere, man. And like to meet her and for her to be cool and you know chill and I mean Terry Reynolds did a drop for my podcast, man. 
And like I, I straight up asked her, like, Terry, what would it take to get you to do a drop for my podcast? And, you know, um, you know, they were doing like autographs of pictures or whatever at this event, and she was like, oh, "All you gotta do is get an autograph and a picture, and, I, and I'll do a drop for you." And I'm like, "Really? That's it? You sure? You sure you don't want any more than that?" She's like, "No, no, no. That's all you gotta do." I'm like, "Terry Reynolds definitely moved is definitely in my top five, and she has a permanent spot in that top five. Fuck you, Trish Stratus, because you still piss me off. Oh, that's not sponsored by Austin No Sizzle. Because this case, Trish Stratus want to do the show. We will be welcome to have you on the show. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. It will be an episode where Devin is absent, and uh, and we will continue the show without him, <laughs> even though he is the star and it is his show. <laughs> It'd be just like that dude from Dallas that died, uh, the kid Kidrick uh, guy, or the, the radio show dude. No, no, I don't know. I don't know you talking yeah, too much for you, but yeah. Hey, like I don't know if I told this story before, but I'm gonna tell it right now. I was in Atlanta visiting my sister, and we went to Six Flags. And That's just all the time so we are right now, people, we don't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it just so happened that Miss Trish Stratus was there doing autographs and shit. So when I got up there, I was like, I, I was probably like 16 years old. I said, Trish, can I have a picture with you? Can I get a hug? She's like, No. <laughs> all right, forever, <laughs> forever, <laughs> forever. Fuck <laughs> you, Trish Stratus. All right, now, now, Miss Stratus, if you would like to come on the show and rebuke that story, uh, we would gladly like to have you. I would gladly like to have you. Uh, I on, definitely on, would like to have you uh, on the show, of course, <laughs> on, on on the show. You know, <laughs> talk about that. But, uh, hey, but hey, Trish, if you give me a hug, that's all. If you give me a hug, all will be forgiven. All will be all forgiven. Be forgiven. Yes. You know, you you don't know what her life was at the time. You know, she could have been going through something. Something didn't come through. She might have been mad. Nah, man. I she, think I thought, thought it was. I think it was racial, man. though. I think it was I, racial. I think she's a Cedar Point type of chick, and she didn't like six flags. <laughs> That's what I think. That could have been too. You don't know her life. Exactly. <laughs> she didn't want to ride that Superman ride. <laughs> she wanted to ride the Maverick at that time. <laughs> Want to ride that Deadpool? That demon drop. <laughs> I don't know, man. I felt like that shit was racial, but you know, that's neither here nor. Hey, Trish, if you want to dispute that statement, if you want to hug a black guy, come on, all say no sizzle. Yeah. It is a fact that uh, you do feel better when you hug one black man at least once a day. <laughs> hey, but you know, real talk. It is good. <laughs> but no, real talk. You know, congratulations to Trish Jadis for giving birth to her. Second, second child, yeah, second yes, child. number two, yeah. Congratulations to you and uh, uh, that husband of yours. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> hey, is Terry married? Terry, no, Terry? no, I don't think she is. Terry, you know, I know you went through the the whole marriage with Goldust, but you know, if you ever want to, you know, maybe I should. Well, wait, that conversation was had with Terry Reynolds. I don't thank you very much. <laughs> hey, maybe I shouldn't say that. I got a girlfriend right now, so maybe I shouldn't say what I was to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey baby, how you doing? Dumbs with jokes. <laughs> well, Miss Terry, I do not have a girlfriend between the hours of five PM and, and six AM. So, you know anytime you know, between that, I I'm free. Oh man. single life over here. Actually, if you come up to me, I will gladly get on the phone right away and be like, hello, baby, put your mom on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not coming home. <laughs> Take care. Take care. <laughs> All right. Let, let's, let's go ahead and uh, we, we kind of jumped into it a little bit. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble itself, man. Like, what surprises did you guys see in, in this year's? Uh, the biggest surprise I saw was I didn't see no surprises come out, you know. 
I was expecting someone to come out of nowhere, like a car go. Hell, I even took the CM Punk, but I mean, I, I mean, that's just wishful think, thinking. Wishful thinking. Right? I yeah. know that ain't gonna happen, but a surprise entry would have been nice to see. Except for who's the guy who's number ten? Oh, Ty, Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. That was good to see for y'all. Y'all know who he was. I'm, I'm not really up to him, but I go. I jump on um, y'all. I mean, y'all uh, YouTube, and I pretty much know what you're talking about. Then I'll be where y'all at. But other than that. Um, I would have been nice to see a surprise. You know what? Uh, yeah, again, wasn't no real surprises. I mean, only thing different was couldn't really call who number one and number two was this year. Uh, there was no in-ring, mid-rumble uh, standoff. And you're like, oh, wow, here it comes. Because we, we just saw they gave away Taker Goldberg on Raw. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, was, it was Brock and Goldberg. That was probably like the big, you know, in-ring face-off. But we we knew that shit was coming. Yeah, I mean, and that was kind of a shock because he eliminated him so fast. We're like, oh, geez, you eliminated him fast again. So, you know, what? I think, <laughs> you know, the Rumble itself was a great show. But I think the you know the Rumble event, everything that went on was great. But I think the main event, the Rumble, was kind of a letdown. Like the, the, the actual no, match? The actual match. We've been waiting to see the 30-man Royal Rumble because I didn't see Kofi Kingston do anything incredible, which I was hoping to see, but I think he got bumped by mistake. And, you know, mistakes happen. Right. Um, I think Goldberg got eliminated too early, and he was by mistake because he looked like he was trying to land on one foot, but then he let the other foot down, and it was all up for him. Um, I really wanted Taker to win, so that, maybe that's why I'm bitter. But you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if he wants Taker to win because he liked Taker. He had money on Taker, so it's a little different. No, actually, but, I had money on Taker. Yeah, money. yeah, yeah, had money on Taker. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no special saves. Uh, all the Wyatt family worked together all right. Luke Harper, you know, turning on Bray, getting his revenge on Bray was all right. Right. Yeah, that was good. Uh, but, yeah, New Day, I think that was the perfect elimination. You know, they had Cesaro and Sheamus just knock them out together, and then both of them got knocked out. And that kind of looked like they feud was building back up, which I don't want to see no more. You know, you know, Sheamus versus Cesaro, you know, part 13, that's fine. It ain't Jason. <laughs> it ain't Jason takes Manhattan or anything, you know. But, but you know, it's, but it's pretty garbage if we got to see it again. So, so like, what, what, what surprises were you expecting to see in this year's Royal Rumble? What what uh, surprise interest were you were you expect to see? Well, start okay. start with you, Ed. Oh jeez. Okay, start with me. Uh, I mean, surprise. I expect to see uh, a NXT call up, and they threw it off. It was Jack Gallagher, so nobody thought about none of the cruiserweights coming in. You know, or, yeah. Or a UK dude could have came in. You know, they could have had Tyler Bate came over since he's UK champion. That that, that was one of my guys. I thought yeah. Tyler Bate would be in so, there. You know, something like that. But I always like to see a, a superstar that was released at least four years ago that's still on good terms come back. Could have right. saw Alex Riley come in, but he, you know, he not a big name, so everybody would have said, "Oh, wait, what?" So. Yeah, I mean, I, I know a couple of dudes are under contract, so they can't show up, you know, like a, a, a broken one or maybe <laughs> even a, even uh, John Morrison. That would have been a nice show off. Like with Miz being in there for so long, Miz was in there over yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, that it would have been nice to see John Morrison come out, but I know he's got that whole uh, Lucha Underground stuff going on. So Yeah. What, what about you, Seth? What, uh, what surprises were you expecting to see that didn't pan out? I mean, you know, I mean, are we talking like actually oh, I was really looking or this is going off of this dream scenario? <laughs> Either or, man. P- people that you, you thought might have showed up or you wanted to see show up in, in this uh, Rumble? Because like, like I said, like, normally every year they have someone that you're not expecting to see. Uh-huh. 
He just pops up. Like, who, who are you expecting to see that that, that didn't show up? Because I, I I was hoping that sometimes they oversell on Raw because I think if, if Big Show would have came out tonight, it would have been more of a big experience than he was he did on Raw. Even though he was big on Raw, right? That, I like that when he came out. But I think it would have been a bigger surprise if he came out tonight and then being him and Braun Strowman throwing bodies out the way, then them two just going at it. Right. I would like to have seen that. But someone that, ooh, man, we didn't see. Maybe outside of the company that, you know, somebody that pops up, you know, that you wanted to see maybe you thought might show up. See, I, I just don't know how – you know, if they're still with another company and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I, I'll throw one out of there. I thought I thought we would see Big Show and Shaq show up in this one. <laughs> I mean, could, could they, you know, they're, they're definitely setting up the Shaq versus Big Show match at, at uh, WrestleMania. That, that's going to happen. Really? Yeah. WrestleMania is in Orlando yeah, this year. They're, they're, they're setting up Shaq versus uh, Big Show. They've been yeah, setting that one up for like a whole year. Yeah, and. They'll probably start at Fast Lane the same way they did uh, Floyd Mayweather. You start him at Elimination mm-hmm. Chamber and mm-hmm. throw a couple punches and, you know, that'll get the feud going. He'll probably knock – Shaq will probably knock Big Show off the ring again. So It does seem like Big Show is like the um, – we'll get you the, the gimmick type the thing, you know. He'll fight Floyd. He'll fight uh, Aki Bono. Shaq. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the gimmick guy. Aki Bono, uh, Floyd Mayweather, Shaq. Yeah. I'll tell you what I would love to see. I just didn't want to say this now. I was trying to think of something else besides this. I would say Samoa Joe. Yeah, Samoa. I didn't want to say it because I know everybody would be thinking that at the same time. I was trying to be something different, but I, I go where I know. You know, there was, there was a streak broken tonight, too. Uh, we didn't get Kane. Kane's been Kane's wow. been in a yeah. lot of Royal Rumbles, and there was no Kane tonight. So so here's my question. If you could have put Kane in there, who would you have taken out? Oh man, who wouldn't I have taken out? Okay, uh, we took out James Ellsworth. Uh, I would have took and out uh, Kalisto. Uh, I would have took and out. I mean, technically Jack Gallagher. I would have took him out, but he did have a good moment though. Him and Jericho. Oh jeez. Um, All right. Well, that, that kind of brings up a, a, a good story. I mean, a, a good uh, storyline to go go through. Randy Orton wins. <laughs> The 2017 Royal Rumble. So Randy Orton will headline WrestleMania. Yep. Right? I don't think anybody picked that one. I, not really. Not no. Yeah. I mean, like, if I want honestly, I want to see what the the Royal Rumble odds were on everybody, and I want to see what the odds were on uh, Randy Orton because yeah. whoever put money on Randy Orton probably made a lot of money right now. Well, well you can go to WrestleRumble.com in about two days and find that out. <laughs> WrestleRumble.com took ten dollar wagers on a on entries on all your guesses. Really? Yes, but you know you you got to be a fool to actually guess uh, to bet money bet on money on, the, on wrestling. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I would have never guessed uh, Randy Orton. But you know, not to cut you off, but I would love to have seen what would have happened if it was just Randy and Bray Wyatt. What would have happened? Would Randy have just left the rings to let Bray win, or did he try to eliminate Bray Wyatt? That's probably what they're building to. I, I, I don't want to jump ahead. I know you're leading to this, but yeah, who who does Randy Orton face? Because uh, they were saying that you know you can't jump shows. You know if you won, if SmackDown got one, he got face SmackDown champion or Raw face Raw. Right. I think WWE put out a text earlier saying uh, he might do Raw or SmackDown, but that might be mistaken. But I mean, what I would like to see, I want to see Bray win the title at Elimination Chamber, and then give Bray 
versus, versus Randy, Randy for the title because both titles can't main event, so you might as well drop it. And you got all these part-timers you're about to bring in. One of them are probably going to main event. They don't need the title to do that. But Well, well shit, you brought it up, man. The Royal Rumble is the really the, the, the first show that leads to the road to WrestleMania. We know Randy Orton Just will – ramp. <laughs> ramp to the road to WrestleMania. And then you get off on that fast lane. And, you know, you, you got to get over to the chain. fast lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> we, we know that Randy Orton will be part of the main event of, of uh, WrestleMania. So let, let's go ahead and, and sit here and, and book WrestleMania while we're, while we're talking, man. Like, what, what do you see being the big, the big matches at WrestleMania? I mean, uh, I can't see another John Cena versus Randy Orton. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't mind it, but I, I really I don't see that happening. I don't think Vince would uh, think that would sell well with people. Because we've seen that so many times. Right. Unless this is a career versus career match, I can't see that happening. Yeah, and uh, I'm sitting there thinking about the last time we saw Randy versus um, the Randy versus uh, Cena match. It was at the Royal Rumble when uh, yeah, it was Cena versus Randy after Randy Orton, you know, unified the two titles. And then Randy Orton ended up facing Batista and Daniel Bryan at the championship. And the reaction that Randy and Cena got just wasn't – it it, really, it really wasn't good at all. Like, uh, people were, like, shitting all over that, that match the whole night. So, I, I don't see them doing that. So, they're going to have to find someone to take that title off of John Cena at the Elimination Chamber at some point. And who's to say that John Cena won't be involved in a Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton-type match? I still see Cena versus Taker happening. It it would have been better if it went the way I said. Cena wins, which he did, and then Taker wins the Royal um, Royal Rumble. Right. That would have been an epic match, I think. And, you know, title versus career type of thing. Yeah. And then it's like like really title versus career versus career because, you know, it's like you lose Cena, you got to go too. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That could have been his exit. Right. But uh, who do you see yet? Oh man, I, don't, I mean, like I said, I want to see Brave take the title at Elimination Chamber. That would that would be the greatest send off take me into WrestleMania right there. Cause okay, let's set it up. It's six guys for SmackDown. Right. You got Cena, champ. You got AJ Styles getting his rematch clause. Right. You got Bray Wyatt probably winning a beat the clock match or whatever idea Shane and them come up with. Right. You know Baron Corbin's gonna be in it. That's four. Got got to be Miz in it. Mm. Right. And they'll probably throw like Dolph Ziggler or or somebody. Dean Ambrose. Or, well, Dean Ambrose. I hope he defends Intercontinental Title. So I only want to. I only want to add Dean Ambrose to it. Okay. So or maybe throw Apollo Cruz in there, or you know, or or or, or, or Kalisto. Somebody's gonna dive off the top and do something ridiculous. Somebody do some flippy shit. Exactly. You need that little flippy shit, or right. somebody because Baron Corbin will be your big guy to smash you through the uh, thing, or throw Luke Harper in. Luke Harper could be that last one. Luke so. Harper, Bray Wyatt, and Randy Orton yep. in the elimination well, chamber? Well, Randy Orton won't be in because he's going to WrestleMania. Well, yeah, so. you're, right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So, and he's not going to put – I mean, you know, he's been known to put stuff on the line. You're like, yeah, yeah, Ray put his shot on the line and won it from that. But Let me ask you all. Has there ever been a time when a person won the Rumble but didn't headline WrestleMania? Or this wasn't in the title of my age? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of them. Yeah, before yeah. what? Uh, uh, Lex Luger. Yeah, Lex Luger didn't headline WrestleMania, but that was because him and Brett 
at the same time, they tied. Yeah, they had like two matches in one night, so it was like, yeah, it was what? Yeah, against Yokozuna. Yeah, Luger Luger won by like a countout or something. So. And then and, and, uh, Luger and, uh, and Yoko and Brett and Brett and Yokozuna headline. You know so. what? Side conversation, but let me just bring this up, man. So I was sitting around watching a lot of the Royal Rumbles from the past or whatever, man, and it reminded me of something I thought about when I was a kid. Am I the only one that realized that Yokozuna might have been like the most tanned Japanese motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Realize when you got older, you found out he was Samoan. You're like, wait, but his name was Yokozuna. No, Yokozuna. I don't even think it's a word in Japanese. No, it, it is. It's a word. No, Yokozuna is a word. It, it's, it's Yokozuna is like the word for like sumo wrestler. Oh, yo. But I just remember looking at this motherfucker as a kid, like. Man, this got, got to be the most tan Japanese yeah, motherfucker I've ever seen in my life, man. Yeah, he, yeah especially be a big guy. Cause you expect him to get a lot of sun. Either, <laughs> so. hey, you can be Samoan and live in Japan. That's not a problem. That can happen. There you go. Yeah, but this motherfucker's waving the Japanese flag like a motherfucker, man. True, right. And then come to find out, he's like, what, uh, Rikishi's brother or some shit like that, man? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all, they all related. Yeah, he, they all related except for Joe. <laughs> the one who got the name Samoa in his name is the only one not related to the all only of the Samoan Samoans. motherfucker that's not related to the rest of the Samoan motherfuckers is Samoa Joe, man. <laughs> Dude, like, any Samoan motherfucker that's ever wrestled is related, all related except for Samoa Joe, man. Tamina, uh, Nia Jax. Exactly. Just go through the list, man. And don't get the tongues confused in there. You know, you be like, oh, what about Haku? No, nah, hold on. Some no, of them they, is. They, they related to? What, what I'm not. The, the, some of the tongues ain't, I thought. The tongue. Ming and Haku is the same dude, ain't it? Ming and, Ming Haku. and Haku, yeah, they're, yeah, they're the same they, dude. Yeah, but they still dude. related, man. They still related. I yeah. some of them tongues wasn't, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, I remember. Who was with King, though, uh, one time when he was with uh, WCW? I'm trying to think who that was. Who was that? When he was in WCW? Oh, no, no, when he was in WWE. Who was his partner? Yeah, Ming Haku. Oh, uh, uh, that was Rikishi. Rikishi was his partner. The head shrinkers. That was Rikishi. Yeah, that was Rikishi. Rikishi was one of the head shrinkers, man. Yeah. He was five two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> wait. The the head shrinkers was Rikishi and the Haku. Tongue was it? No, I think it was the the, the tongue and kid. The tongue and kid. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sound about right. All them motherfuckers were related, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's just put it like that. Except for Samoa Joe. Right, except for Samoa Joe. And that went, that went after Samoa Joe retired. He found he really Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Italian Joe. Yeah, Italian Joe. But Italian Joe was taken. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a boxer. We couldn't, we couldn't copyright that, trademark that. So. What did you want to see in the Rumble, though? Um, I wanted to see Samoa Joe. Uh, I was pulling for Fan Ballard, man. I thought, fa- now I'm, I'm still holding out hope, man. Maybe Fan Ballard shows up tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. That's what I got for Joe. I'm hoping Joe show up tomorrow. So. Uh, or actually, I hope he shows up on SmackDown. Smackdown. Yeah, yeah. So. but like Samoa Joe wasn't at Takeover, so I, I feel like they have to do something with Joe. He was at Takeover. He just had no match. What? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he didn't have no match. He didn't. He wasn't on TV. So I think they gotta have something. He was on for TV. Joe. They showed him. Really? Yeah, he was in. He was sitting front row. Oh, we, for, the, for the match. You yeah. know what I mean, man. Yeah, but no, they showed him. He was there. Like, okay. So hopefully Joe shows up on SmackDown, and hopefully uh, Finn Balor shows up, maybe at the at the next uh, Raw pay per view or whatever. I, I feel like, I feel like, 
Finn Balor as the demon has to have like a big platform to show up. Right. And like I, I definitely feel like he'll be back before Mania. Maybe he could, or, could or be the, the, maybe the night the after Raw, Mania. Yeah. The, or the night the night before, uh, the night after Fastlane, he could show up and give him that whole last part. Yeah, but they got to have, like, a big, you know, moment for the demon, Finn Balor, whatever. And but, but we like – but don't we like after WrestleMania, we like the call-ups. So, we're really waiting for call-ups. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm still looking for my boy Nakamura. Yeah, and i like to see Finn at WrestleMania this year, so. I, dude, I feel like they, they – they, even though Finn Balor won the title, mm-hmm. I felt like they, they did that whole thing wrong. And I feel like now they have the opportunity to do it the right way. So maybe if he comes up the night after WrestleMania, mm-hmm. he can pop up and, you know, be the demon and it'll be worth it. I felt like they, they, they rushed the demon coming out or whatever. Well, that all, and that all depends on who's going to WrestleMania and, you know, who they're doing. Because, I mean, Kevin Owens going to WrestleMania as champ, he needs to retain that title then so we can see Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor. And you know what? And, and that's something I definitely wanted to do, man. Let's go, let's go ahead and, and you know now that we have after WrestleMania, I mean after the Royal Rumble, you have a better idea of you know some of the storylines, how the Royal Rumble played out. I want to start booking WrestleMania itself. So let's go ahead and, and make our predictions of some of the matches that are going to happen at WrestleMania. We know Randy Orton is going to be wrestling for the W, well for one of the titles. Right. Probably so WWE though. WWE Championship. So, who do you see Randy Orton facing for the WWE Championship? Between Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, that's it. See, to me, something that has to be crazy has to happen on uh, SmackDown Tuesday. I think Randy would have to either turn heel and go against Bray Wyatt. He had to, like, they'd be out together, and then next thing you know, he RKO him, and then he thinks he's over or something. Something big. I think, I think it would be Randy and Luke Harper running the family, and they try to keep Bray out. And Bray would be the face, and Randy would be the heel, and then they let, I might be Bray with a chance to win the title. Okay. I see it the other way around. See, I see Randy turning face, and Bray turning, and Ray stand, uh, Bray staying heel. So, so it would be got, like that, um, that Triple H, when he had to hit him on the shoulder, and he was like, eh, eh, put, his shoulder, put the fingers yeah, down. Yeah, kind of. But, uh, you know, but you know, they've been teasing this whole Randy Orton. Is he really part of the Wyatt family for a while? So, mm-hmm. you know, he turned around. And then they might honestly go both ways with it. Like, they got, you know, two Oh, bisexual with it? No. no, no <laughs> that's, that's what he said. That's what he said. Uh, no, they go, we got a – Two stable members going against each other on both shows. We still get Jericho versus Owens. We see something happen: Jericho versus Owens and Randy versus Bray, and it's all friend versus friend, foe versus foe. I would hate to see Jericho and Kevin Owens break up their friendship. That's just like the funniest thing to me. I know everything has its moment when it comes to an end, but I think that's just the funniest thing to me. Honestly, I I think that's the matchup mania. It's going to be Jericho versus uh, Kevin Owens somehow. Whether it's for a belt, whether it's not, whether it's just, you know, two of them fighting each other over, you know, beef or whatever, I, I think that match is happening. Yeah, I, I think it's book Randy's it? course. You booking it? I'm booking it, man. You booking it. Put it in the book. Here we go. Got it. All right. So, Kev- so Kevin Owens versus Jericho. Oh, yeah. And, oh, man, I'm telling you, man, when fucking Chris Jericho puts Kevin Owens on the list for real, that pop is going to be amazing, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. 
So I'm saying I'm saying Jericho versus Owens is definitely happening. Yeah, yeah, that's what I see that as well. So y'all saying Owens? I mean Owens. Uh, Randy Orton versus Bray's happening, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I see. So. All right, well, there's there's two matches right there. Okay. So now the question is, Owens versus Jericho is that for the U.S. Universal, title, Universal or the Universal title. title? Universal title. Jericho dropped that U.S. title real soon. Okay. Yeah, and, and Kevin Owens will be the reason he drops it and they set it up. I and like that's that. the other, and that's the setup. I like that. So. Could you see it like Jericho? Because to me, Kevin Owens is only going to be your buddy, buddy for so long. He thinks he, as long as he has the belt and you don't have anything, then, you know, that's how it should work. Right. But Jericho gets that push, that work, and it's him and Jericho. Not, not no, it's become Jericho and him. And, Jericho and um, Kevin Owens, not Kevin Owens and Jericho. Mm-hmm. I think that would be an issue for Kevin Owens. He might turn on him, make him lose the belt, mm-hmm. break up the friendship, and then him and Jericho at WrestleMania. I like that. Okay. So, so – we got to think about how they'll set it up. You know, they say, well, because we didn't win the Royal Rumble, we got to have some type of match. So they might have a tournament. They might have a battle royal, you know, something. And it's gonna, that's when it's going to cost them. He gonna, Jericho can already lose the title. He'll probably enter the battle royal, and there we go. That might set it up as well. So, so now the question is, is, like, what other matches were set up tonight? I, honestly, like, like, after watching it, I'm starting to think that, that Roman Reigns versus uh, Strowman match has been set up. At WrestleMania, I, I feel you like they might Ma- Mania or uh, Fastlane. I think I think they'll hit us at Fastlane with it. Okay, because you know that's the next thing. And well, put it like this: you know Roman Reigns is getting a a, a headline match at WrestleMania. You know, oh, you right. know he's getting a match. So, who do, who does Roman Reigns face at WrestleMania? Part timer. Part timer because it's got to be money. That's true. I do like that. I also like it might be crossover. Oh, it all depends. So what's take? What's taker? Is he right down or raw? Or he just he, whatever he's part time. He's whatever he wants he's whatever to be. He want to be. Okay, yeah. so it might be a part timer, like he's saying. Yeah, yeah and taker, taker sounds good. Taker does good. The, the rumor that I've heard is that Roman Reigns faces Goldberg at uh, Fastlane. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Roman Reigns faces Goldberg. No, Roman. No, let me take that back. Goldberg and Brock face each other at Fastlane. So that frees up Brock Lesnar and Goldberg for WrestleMania. So I can see Roman Reigns versus Goldberg at Mania. Did you call that uh, number that used to be back in the day with wrestling tips and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that you get your source from? <laughs> call 1 800. Uh, <laughs> that used to be deep. Well, seriously, any of y'all ever call that number? No, no, I never called nah, it. No, I never called that number. pay for it. And my mom was there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Cause I wasn't about to do hey, that. Hey, I, I was telling, uh, I think I was telling Mike. No, I was telling my boy Dave this earlier, man. Like, I didn't have cable growing up, man. So, like, as far as, like, watching the pay-per-views and, like, like finding out, like, the, the real storylines and shit, if it wasn't on Shotgun Saturday and Night I, or uh, WCW Worldwide, <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going on, man. I, I sneaked next door and, and watched TV when we didn't have it, but it yeah, I mean, you had to watch something. You had to find out somewhere. You just missed out. The kids in school the next day, did you see Raw? No, you got to stay up late to watch Raw? Yeah. <laughs> no, I watched Raw for a long time. Now, what era did y'all come up in? Where did you come in, Devin? Man, I was watching, like, the Duke the Dumpster, Drossy, T.L. Hopper shit, man. Okay, I'm talking about WWE. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. WWE? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
like before the Attitude Era, after like I mean, dude, I've been watching honestly. I, like as far as like like was it uh, main event? Yeah, I was watching that shit, dude. I've been watching WWF for, like my whole life, man. But like as far as like when I actually like remember the shit, I would probably say like 1990, 91. But a lot of the shit that I remember. Like, like, just like if I was like to recall like the shit I actually like saw on TV, a lot of it was like the underground shit. Like I remember like Smoky Mountain Wrestling and uh, ECW when it was Eastern Championship Wrestling. I, I remember, I remember seeing like uh, Undertaker before he was the Undertaker. Mean Mark. <laughs> like even before he was like Mean Mark. Like for some, I, I don't know how I remember this, but I remember him on like the indie promotions. I remember Stone Cold before he even got the WCW man. I remember him when he was like working with like gentleman Chris Adams and shit like that. So, I I, I don't know how, but like a lot of these like uh, independent promotions used to come on on like channel thirty eight, TV yeah, thirty eight and thirty two and shit like that. So I remember seeing like yeah, a lot of these guys before they even moved up to the the WCWs and the WWFs and stuff like that. So, I mean, as far as like the mainstream shit, you might want to say like. In 92 WWF, but I, at the same time, I remember watching like uh, Ron Simmons and then uh, when he was the champion. I remember seeing like Vader when he was uh, challenging like Ric Flair for the belt and shit like that, man. So, 90, I, I mean, if you want to give me a, want me to give you a year, I'll say like 91, 92, 93, somewhere around there. It's probably when I like remember actually remember watching wrestling. That's if you it. Yeah, same. I would be like, uh, yeah, early 90s, 90, 91. But then, like, when Raw debuted, I know I didn't see none of that. And then around 90, 98, 98, 99, I remember watching that all the time. But that time in between, it was all stop and go, you know, right. oh, I had to get word of mouth or somebody or my buddy had to tape it. And he'd be like, here, go watch the tape. Oh, man, my mom won't let me use the VCR. I got to wait till the weekend. <laughs> and then I'll be giving them the tape back Monday morning to watch it because I didn't get to watch it till Sunday night. So, Dude, yeah. I, I remember when, like, Chris Jericho and Lance Storm were a tag team called the Thrill Seekers back in, like, Smoky Mountain Wrestling back in, like, 93. And, like, <laughs> it's funny. I went back and watched them, like, Oh yeah, I remember the Thrill Seekers. Oh shit, that was Chris Jericho and Lance Storm. I, rem- I remember the Thrill Seekers, but I just didn't remember their names. But I, re- I remember the Thrill Seekers and like Jim Cornette was like a booker for like WWE, but still running Smoky Mountain Wrestling at the time. And like uh, Jerry Lawler was a booker for WWE, but he was still running his promotion in Memphis at the same time. I remember Brian Christopher, aka uh, uh, Grandmaster Grandmaster Sex A. I remember he was Brian Christopher. Like, still coming up in Memphis and shit like that. So, yeah. Is that rumor, is that rumor true? Is that really Jerry's son? Yeah, yeah that's his son. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always, always knew that was, but I wasn't really sure. Yeah, that, that was his son. Brian Lawler. <laughs> but no, he, he was Brian Christopher. That, that, that was his, uh, his uh, given name. I remember T.L. I remember, uh, T, remember T. Hopper, the, yeah. the plumber guy? Oh, yeah. He was the dirty white boy in uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And uh, Duke dumped Duke the Dumpster Drosy. I can't remember what his name was before in Smoky Mountain, but he was. It, it's it's weird, man. Like my whole like come bring uh, come up in wrestling was like weird. Like I remember all the like the WWF guys, but I, I remember a lot of them before they came. I remember like Doctor Isaac Yankum, aka Kane, before he came up to WWE and shit. Yeah. So. That was crazy when I found out it was Kane. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Dr. Isaac Yankum. Yeah, see, and like being young, I remember like, yeah, like with no internet and stuff. Kane, you was really like, oh, this guy's face is burned. This guy ain't got no face. And then you find out, yeah, no, nah, he was a wrestler like four years ago. <laughs> like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, we saw his face. He had the messed up teeth and all. Yeah. You still got the messed up teeth? Yeah, he still got the messed up teeth. Dude, it, it was weird for me to see uh, Jackie go into the Hall of Fame because I remember back when she was wrestling as like Miss Texas and Miss Tennessee and shit. And, like, she goes into the Hall of Fame as uh, Jackie, Jacqueline uh, Moore or whatever. I'm like, no, that's Miss Texas right there, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, let, let's, uh, let's go ahead and continue to book WrestleMania, man. So, I think it's pretty fair to say after this weekend, Seth Rollins is going to go ahead and face Triple H. I yeah, think that's pretty, pretty, fair, to, pretty yeah. fair to say. Pretty much. <laughs> Seth and... Uh, Seth versus Triple H. I'll write that one down. The man with three H's. The man, the man of three H's would be proud. <laughs> uh, you have no idea what we're talking about, do you? No, oh, man. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. So, um, dude, you got to watch a little bit of TNA, man. Trip, uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy have. Honestly, I think, I think the, Hardy bro- the Hardy boys are like the biggest thing in the wrestling industry right now, man. And what they're doing in TNA is amazing, but pretty much they're the ones carrying that whole company right now. They, <laughs> yeah, all money's coming from uh, deletion, delete, delete, delete. So the 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 Hardy Boys did like this whole show from their backyard, literally their backyard. Yeah, total nonstop deletion. Yes, and they they, they what. <laughs> What the, 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 the journey they're on right now is they're, they're challenging all tag teams through space and time to prove that they're the greatest tag team of all time. And <laughs> with total nonstop deletion, they went up against uh, Decay, which is a team, team they've faced before, uh, with the Helms Dynasty. Yep. D, uh, DCC. DCC. Uh, the uh, Rock and Roll Express. They, remember the Rock and Roll Express? Ricky yeah. Morton and uh, Robert Gibson. Robert, yeah, yeah, they they beat them that night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they yeah they had a lot of people. I mean, and it was a it was a whole episode of impact. It wasn't just like this. Like they had they had Eddie Edwards versus Bobby Lashley that night. They had uh that Allison K versus ODB. Yeah, yeah, they had they had a lot of matches, which was crazy. Right. Yeah, but now they're on uh what is it? It's the uh, I forgot, not the combination, compound for gold or something. They're yeah, going to, dude, I'm I'm pissed because I'm not going to be able to go to WrestleMania in uh, Orlando. And if I had went, oh wait, wait go ahead, go ahead. Wait, wait, you are not going to WrestleMania. This man goes all over <laughs> TNA. That's for UFC. So UFC, boxing, it doesn't matter. You go everywhere, but you ain't, well, you're yeah. not going because. You can't go. You're just going because you don't want to go, right? No, I can't go. Like, the way, it, the way shit works. <laughs> I don't want to tell everybody my business. No, like, no, you're doing like, I, can, I can still go, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be financially beneficial for me to go. It would, like, put me in, like, a bad situation to financially oh, go to. That's, yeah. that's very understandable. Unless, you know, Roku comes through with this sponsorship. Exactly. Yeah. Roku, we need that sponsorship. Like, yeah. We'll promote your shit all yeah. the time. All the time. Or any sponsor on the All State No Sense. Yeah, if, yes. you, if anyone yes. would like to sponsor, you know. Exactly. It doesn't take much to become a sponsor. 
Because you see, we talk about the WWE. If the WWE wants to sponsor us, we will be the official Michigan uh, WWE <laughs> sponsor. We talk about all the pay-per-views all the time. Hey, all state knows it talks about anything. And if you want me to talk about your product, just hit me up. Yes, yes. You can hit me up on my uh, email address at asnspodcast at gmail.com. What, what was that again? One more time. asnspodcast at gmail.com. There we go. There we go. Yes, you should. If you want to be a sponsor of the show. Yep. And putting the subject line, sponsor. That exactly. way you get an open oh, right I away. will respond to you immediately. <laughs> Not immediately. Immediately. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, it, it, it wouldn't be financially beneficial for me to go to uh, Mania this year. But Mania weekend is the Hardy Boys versus the Bucks of Youth. Bucks of Youth. Max and Jeremy. I don't think they like Max to call Max. I don't think they like being called Max. That was their names in TNA. It was? Yeah, Max oh, and Jeremy. Damn. I was I like, Matt, like Matt and uh, Nick. Yeah, Matt Yeah, Matt and Nick. Matt and Nick have been named the, the PWI Bucks. Tag Team of the Year 2014 and 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Hardys feel like they have to challenge the greatest tag teams in the world. They've been going after the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are probably the best tag team out there. My boy Dave, he, he's pissed off at it because they keep throwing up the two sweets and claiming the NWO shit, but they're part of the Bullet Club. The whole the, the click, the click stuff. Yeah. You know, Dave need to go back. Remember, the click started all that. But, but yeah, they, they're having a match down there at uh, Orlando uh, WrestleMania weekend, and I was planning on going to that event. Mm. Wait, let me let me take that back. If I'm not mistaken, that wasn't the same night as the NXT show. But if it was, I wasn't going to go. I was going to go to the NXT show over Ring of Honor. But if it was separate nights, I was definitely going to that Ring of Honor show, man. But, you know, Ring of Honor's coming here in May. Uh, was it Evolve's coming? Yeah, May 10th, I think. And then uh, Evolve's coming here, what, the 20th, I think? Yeah, uh, May. Yeah, about May 20th, somewhere around there. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll definitely hit that yeah, up, man. Definitely going to hit Evolve. It's the first time they come into uh, the Midwest at all. So Yeah, you know. going to Chicago and then to, like, literally, like, like where they're going to is right down the street from where my parents stay, so I'm going to that one, man, regardless. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I think it might be a them and Pro Wrestling Gorilla, like, mix, but I'm not sure. So Dude. they threw a couple names out there, but. Go ahead, go ahead. Both of you been to previews out of your own state. Now you've been to previews in your state, and you've been to previews out of your own state. Yeah. Do you see any difference with the fans? Is it any better? Any worse? Do you like the arenas? Um, I'll let you start. Ed. What you got? Well, well, you went to a lot more than me, and I honestly, like Night of Champions, we went to. Uh, fans are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Wrestling fans. There's a variety of wrestling fans, and but when you get them all together. You know, most of them, they're all, you come, you're like a family. So they're all pretty much the same. Once WWE gets in there and sets everything up, you can't really tell if you're in the Joe Louis Arena, right. if you're in Bank House, or if you know you're in Comerica Park, you can't really tell, you know, stadium or, you know, open arena. So that's the only big difference you'll probably be able to see. But inside, everybody sitting next to each other, everybody's the same. Uh, yeah, you and me, Ed, we went to uh, we went to the NXT show that was here in uh, the Detroit area, and we went to uh, Indianapolis for Night of Champions. Could you really tell a difference? Oh well, that's two that's two whole different crowds, right? But yeah, yeah, NXT and WWE. But like, if I if I went with all my former pay per view WWE pay per views, Royal Rumbles, the WrestleManias, Night of Champions, or Vengeance or whatever, I'm, I, it's a whole handful I've been to. But uh. All of those fans are the same. 
So right. y'all cheering, y'all booing, everybody's just happy to be there. That's what it is. Just it's like a concert. You're not gonna go see them if you don't like them. So right. you know. Yeah, and, uh, you know, throw, throw a little bit on top of that. I went to uh, Baltimore, or the Baltimore area for NXT show specifically. And I went to the, 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 the Baltimore NXT show and the Detroit NXT show, and really the only difference was was the card. Other than that, like, the fans were, were all into it. Yeah, I mean, and NXT fans are pretty hardcore. They're, they're – I, I still think of NXT as like an independent promotion, even though they got WWE behind them. Right. It's still an independent promotion. And the main reason why I went, because I wanted to see Bobby Roode, you know, Nakamura. I wanted to see Samoa Joe. I wanted to see these guys, you know, on their platform. But honestly, as far as like the energy and like the people that you were around, I, I, it's really no difference between Baltimore and the people that I saw in Detroit. Everybody was into it. it you know, everybody loved it. It, it it was a great show. I enjoyed it. And uh, if you think about, like, the Ring of Honor show, like, you may have been to a couple of Ring of Honor shows. You've probably been more than I have because you went to a couple that I wasn't going to make it to, man. It's, as far as, like, the, really the only thing that really changes is the, the card. Like, to me, yeah. to me, the fans are about the same. This is, you know, yep, if yep. the fans are into it, the fans are into it. Right. Everybody's got that. Ring of Honor's got its different fans from the WWE fans. NXT, Ring of Honor, fans are pretty much – running you know same same lane but because it's a smaller atmosphere more intimate you know so they they put a little bit more love into you you know wwe's big promotion so you know a little bit harder to be uh you know buddy buddy with everybody and and (laughs) and show love to everybody but i mean ring of honor they 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 show love to you all around last ring of honor show uh went to with my buddy tony thunder he's uh, a independent wrestler yes sir uh he uh we we stuck around and he he yelled out to the guys and his wrestling lingo just I didn't understand but they understand they turn around and come over and talk Steve Carino last time we saw him there he came over shook our hands and 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 I thought he was being a softy but but he told me that's just the way wrestlers shake hands because he it was gave me a limp hand I was like <laughs> what was that he like you know you don't want to break their hand you know crush you know man strength stuff so right. yep soft hands and. Who else we talked to? We talked to uh, Kenny King. Yes, uh, I can't remember who else was there. Uh, Kenny King was the one that stuck out to me because he came from the back and came over and spoke some stuff to us. Steve Crown, Kevin Kelly actually stayed around and spoke. He didn't just leave. Right. Uh, but, yeah, they all stuck around and hung Kevin around. He used to be – Kevin Kelly is now like the, the top play-by-play guy for Ring of Honor. You know, he is the Jim Ross of Ring of Honor. Exactly, so. man. It, it's 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 funny to say this, man. Like as much as as much shit as I give WWE, I got to give them credit, man. Like they WWE is 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 the best in the business right now, man. If you if you look at the top promotions in wrestling, if you look at WWE, TNA. And Ring of Honor, that's top three in probably America right now. Mm-hmm. They all have a WWE influence. Kevin Kelly, you know, is a former WWE guy. He's a top play-by-play guy in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Matthews is a top play-by-play guy in TNA. Uh, the Pope, oh, right. he was a superstar in WWE. Yeah, I, I mean, as, as much – let, let me say this, man. Let me make sure I put this out there. After watching – the Rumble this year and 
like leading up to it, I've watched a lot of Royal Rumbles, you know, coming up to it. I I have a greater appreciation for the WWE now than I did before. Because like that post Hulk Hogan pre attitude era was fucking terrible, terrible man. Yeah. And then even like like the more and more I watch like the watch attitude, not, no no uh, hey people might not agree with me they might think I'm blasphemous for saying this but like the more and more I watch the attitude era there was a lot of terrible shit in there too man. And you can get it Devin Devin McKenzie on Facebook <laughs> if you have want to see some hate his way because Bret Hart was probably one of the greatest champions of all time so and I'll fuck Bret hey, Hart screw you man. for saying fuck Bret Hart. Bret Hart man. Bret Hart sold matches. I hated Bret Hart as a kid I, and like watching his matches again I'm like I can't Dude, I literally watched the 1994 Royal Rumble, and when I realized which Royal Rumble that was when him and Lex Luger won the shit, I'm like, I can't watch this shit anymore because I hated Lex Luger and I hated Bret Hart, man. I'm like, you know what? Nope, not watching this shit anymore, man. First of all, we have a thing called censor because of Bret Hart. Then you can thank him for that because it was a match. He, um, he what was it? He wanted a match, and he got, no, he got screwed out of the belt, and he was mad. And Vince McMahon got in the ring and said, uh, frustrated, I know you're frustrated. <laughs> and Brent pushed him. He said, frustrated the goddamn work for this. <laughs> this is bullshit. I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen or heard. Dude, I, I as a kid, I, I, was, I was a weird kid, man. I didn't like Hulk Hogan as a kid. I hated Bret Hart. I'm beginning to believe that you don't like baby faces at all. I don't, man. I, I, I used to cheer now. for heels all the time, man. I, like, I feel like the only baby face I really cheered for was the Ultimate Warrior. I couldn't stand with him Warrior because he beat Hogan. I think that's the reason why I love him because oh, he beat Hogan. Oh, my man. goodness. Like, dude, I used to love, I, I used to love heels, man. Mm. I, when, when Bret Hart turned heel... When he was like uh, all about Canada and like fuck the United States, mm. that's when I like Bret Hart. Let me tell you, Bret sold that very well. I mean, yes, he did. I thought he was really feeling that, you know, because Bret is not a. I don't consider Bret to be a great actor. Oh, Bret's fucking like terrible. But he sold that to the point that you thought that it was real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, because I oh, mean, he when, when Bret Hart was handing out them like glasses to little kids and shit, I used to like fuck you, man. I would have threw them glasses back in his fucking face, man. Oh, fuck you, Bret Hart. My God. I really thought a lot of that was staged. I like he know that kid. I think that's the same kid from that's his a nephew. weeks ago. That's his nephew. Y'all, it's the same kid every pay per view. The thing I remember, Brett also. I mean, Brett has two controversial things that no one's ever seen. I mean, no one ever thought of to, to, even to do. Okay, Montreal Screwjob and, and um, Sunny. Sunny. <laughs> oh, you don't know about that one? No, no. Okay, oh. yeah, three day because I was talking about the one Ed. we were talking about when we cussed on live TV. Ed, what are you know. talking about, Ed? Oh man, okay. All right, so Sunny Days refers to uh, a promo that was going on between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, where Shawn Michaels uh, put out on Raw that uh, he was having uh, relations with Sonny, you know, Tammy Sitch, at the time. At, but he was married at that time. So Bret Hart was upset with that being out there on live TV. And uh, he says it wasn't true. You know, Sean was the one really going out with uh, with Tammy. yeah, with Tammy or right. Sonny, Sonny yeah. and Sonny backs it up. Sonny says, "Yeah, me and Sean Michaels had a relationship and all this, and her and Brett was just friends." And and Sonny goes out to say, "Yeah, Sean Michaels asked me to marry him, and I turned him down." And and then uh, two months later, he met this chick named Rebecca, and they got married, and and she got knocked up, and I was like, "Okay." All right, but yes. Yeah, so he put out that she was having a, he was having an affair with Sonny when he was the one when Shawn Michaels was the oh one my, doing is it. Is this the Kobe Shaq thing all over again? That's what hey, y'all calling it. Hey, it's pretty much. Pretty oh much. my goodness! 
Oh my that was crazy. Wow, I did not know that. Thank you about that story. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, Michael, hold on, man. I wouldn't mind meeting Sunny myself, man. Even though she's not like where she used to be, I still wouldn't mind meeting Sunny, man. I, I would love to meet Sunny in 1998. <laughs> Anytime after 2000, I would, I mean, Sunny, I, I could walk past her in the grocery store and I wouldn't really care. But, you know, it's not knocking her. I mean, yeah, I mean, everybody, you know, gets older. And, everybody has their and, sunnier and, days. And, exactly. And, <laughs> And sometimes it's cloudy, and sometimes you 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 know you allegedly drive around Walmart parking lots hitting curbs and don't have no license, unregistered cars, and no insurance, <laughs> and you know been to jail like three times in the same month. But you know that's just that's just court reports. I don't have no actual proof of that. That's just what the courts say. <laughs> so you know I know those trials are pending. Right, so, right. You know, but again they're pending. You know. Miss Stitch, I know you got your problems, and you, you, you know, I understand monetary reasons. You've got to, you know, do what you got to do. Certain <laughs> videos, which I, you know, I gave a chance to. Apologize, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> Thank you for piracy out there, but uh, give it up for I free porn. Yeah, I really, yeah, give it up for free porn. If you're paying for porn, I would like to meet you so I can slap you with my leather glove. <laughs> I have a special leather glove that I do not wear. I just use for slapping. It is a, it is a left hand glove because you are not right, so you know. So, but you know, this people, this is why we don't take Ed anywhere. He don't know how to act. Yep, I get out twice a month. We sit in a bar that closed three hours ago. <laughs> And they see three African American Negroes that they are afraid to approach to tell us to get out. Like they see a microphone, it's like, "What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, Just leave them alone." They didn't know what these big black things were in our hands. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Thank God for podcasts. We're blessed to be able to talk our mind, speak our mind because this was a live radio. We would probably be uh, censored or exactly take it over there. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's throw the story to you. See if like. Uh, I know you had a couple questions you wanted to get out there, man. Let's throw them out there real quick, man. What what uh, wrestling questions you want to uh, pose to uh, the people and me and you know kind of get out there? You know, I, I, I just thought about something right now because uh, I pretty much said everything I wanted. To, I thought I wanted to say. I thought about something else. Back to live events. Okay. What do you like better? Would you rather go to WrestleMania where you know you can't hear the announcers or anything like that? I mean, it's like. I, I kind of sort of hate live events because I love listening to commentation back and forth between whoever it is. It could be uh, Michael Cole and um, who was the other guy? Um, Corey Graves. Yeah, it could be him or it could be anybody. I, I like hearing commentating. But when I go to live events, I have fun. I remember one event I went to, it was a Raw, and I know I'm going to hear the commentating. I was kind of mad. But the first person who came out was Edge. And I like Edge. I really like Edge at the time. And I love right. the music and everything. He came out. The crowd was going crazy because, you know, Edge at the time, you know, he wasn't wrestling. He just come out every now and then to talk to people. And I think that was the same time that um, CM Punk, they was, you know how they was trying to say that CM Punk was the drunk. Right. And they tried to arrest him. And he had to do the sobriety test. And he did the backwards. Yeah. I thought that was just incredible. But at the same time, I miss listening to the commentating on a, on a Raw or a SmackDown or whatever. What do you think? Do you like it live? Do you like going to an event or would you rather watch it on home or TV or at the bar or something with the fellas? Um, <clears throat> okay, from a person, I've been to probably three 
wrestling events live. Um, two, only one of them was televised, and the other two were NXT house shows. So as far as like that um, Night of Champions pay-per-view itself, after going back and listening to the commentary and watching that whole event all the way through and like actually experiencing it, it honestly, the the live experience to me was better. And I, I, maybe because it was a pay-per-view, I enjoyed it. One thing I, I've noticed about, like, um, Monday Night Raw or SmackDown compared to a pay-per-view, there's a lot more talking on the, the televised shows. So maybe if I went to a Monday Night Raw and just heard motherfuckers talking all day, I, I probably would hate it. When I'm, I'm, and it's, it's funny, I, I've talked to my pops about this, and my pops, he's, he, he uh, says the same thing. He's like, well, I used to go to the Cobo Hall and watch uh, NWA Detroit, and they used to actually wrestle, like all that stuff they do now. They sit around and talk half the show when they only do like 10 minutes of wrestling. Like, dude, I enjoy wrestling, man. I enjoy like the, the, the actual like physical you know, action of wrestling, so... I enjoy that more than just hearing a motherfucker cut a 20-minute promo. So if I actually went to, like, a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown, honestly, I would probably end up getting pissed off. So if it's a pay-per-view or, like, a house show, I think I I enjoy that more. But, like, you know, sitting there, you know, talking for half the damn show, Mm. fuck that. Let me me hear – I want to actually see people wrestling. So you've never been to, like, a Raw then, you said, right? No. The only actual, like, WWE event I've I've been to was Night of Champions, which was a pay-per-view. And at that point, as far as the pay-per-views go, it's not much talking being done. It's basically the – all the talk has been done the weeks before that, setting up the Mm storyline. So, like, the pay-per-view is just, you know, really the action. Right, because you were just saying it's like when Raw, they build up the pay-per-view. Since the build was already done, right. everything's there. All you need to do is just go out there and wrestle, and that way you see what you want to see. Right. So, honestly, to, to, to actually, like, answer your question, I think I would have to actually go to a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown show, which I almost did this past weekend because SmackDown was in Toledo. But, you know, but uh, I, I, honestly, I think after watching it, a live SmackDown or a Raw, I think I would end up being pissed off because it's more talking than anything. Okay. So what about I, you, Ed? Okay, so I've been to too many that I can't count. So <laughs> I've been to I've been to pay per views, Raw, SmackDowns. I've done them all live events. Now, again, like he said, live events or you know, when you go to something that's not a Raw or SmackDown, you're not going to get that in ring promo as as much. Right. Once in a while, you might get it. You might get a backstage promo. Uh, live events that are untelevised, I save those for family. So me and my daughter went to a live event, and that's when the wrestlers, like, can uh, interact more, yeah, with the crowd. So, you know, New Day came in, you know, interacted with my daughter, and she's enjoying it. And we're like, hey, can't do that with TV. TV, you know, they don't really care about nothing. And then they give out more free stuff. They're giving, yeah, they're giving out memorabilia. They're giving out all the stuff you can buy at the the, uh, concession stands. So, you know, that's a lot easier. Uh, when they're on TV, this is just me because maybe I'm conceited, but I like to get the best seats so I can be on TV. Night of Champions, when we saw them over there recording the pre-show, <laughs> we walked by, what, two, three times? Two, three times, when we man. we figured out we was on TV, yep. We walked by two, three times. Now, I go for the TV events. I've been on Survivor Series, Night of Champions, 
uh, Royal Rumble. I, I've been there, and I've like, yep, I look for myself in the crowd. Yep, there I go, enjoying myself. All right, so here's what I meant to ask you, man. Okay. The You've been to a Royal Rumble before, right? Yep, front row. In Detroit. Yep. Which one was it? 2009, when, when Randy Orton won. The first one he won. Was that 2009? Yeah, 2009. I think my daughter was born. Okay. You went to WrestleMania, right? Yep, WrestleMania 23. Were you in in camera view? Yeah, no. No, I was way far back. It okay. Was, so you didn't get a chance to take the seats on them and all like that? Nope. I think me me and Mike went to that. We I think we missed it by like seven rows. Okay. So, yeah. I, over $750 tickets. We, we, no, we weren't getting those. I mean, we... We ain't gonna talk about it on the podcast. I I remember the, uh, the number and I edited it out. But didn't y'all get them tickets for free, pretty much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got those tickets for free. Uh, me and Mike uh, working at the same place, and uh, we asked our boss for the day off so we could have two days off to go wait in line for WrestleMania tickets. And he said we both couldn't have that day off. And we were like, well, we don't have credit cards to order them online. And he was like, I'll order them online. You pay. You pay me back. So we were like, okay. So when tickets went on sale, we were online. We had his credit card. We ordered them, and he never asked for the money. So <laughs> that was 500 bucks bonus we got because they were 250 a piece, and he never asked for it, and we just went to WrestleMania and enjoyed ourselves. Man. That's why we wait for WrestleMania to come back. <laughs> we wait for WrestleMania to come back. So. <laughs> man, so here's what's funny, man. I end up watching that Royal Rumble, right? So that's the that's the rumble that Undertaker won in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Which, which one was that? Uh, oh, two thousand seven. Yeah, that's yeah. not the one I was at. The one I was at, uh, Randy Orton won. No, no. But I watched the rumble in two thousand seven. Undertaker mm-hmm. won it. He ended up facing oh. Batista at, at WrestleMania in Detroit. Right. And then John Cena faced Shawn Michaels. Right. And I'm sitting like I don't know why, man, but like. After watching that Royal Rumble, like I said, I've been watching like Rumbles for like the past week, you know, just you know trying to watch the Rumble or whatever. Right. But for some reason, after watching that Royal Rumble, I'm like, you know what? I actually want to see the WrestleMania that that led up to and shit. Mm-hmm. So it was weird, man. I'm sitting there looking like, let me see if I can see Mike and Ed in the crowd and shit. Yeah, let go. Yeah. No, you couldn't see us in that unless you had like zoom in of like 365. <laughs> A lot of them stop at 64 while zooming in. You, know, you had to zoom in really, really good <laughs> and have a have a 17K ultra, ultra <laughs> HD TV. Man. So, so well, let's, let's talk about that, man. Like, have you ever been to a live wrestling, I mean, wrestling event or WWE event at all? I've been to uh, Raw and SmackDown. I sat in the front on SmackDown. I mean, my boy went. And what's so funny was <laughs> I had a seat where I could see, but my boy couldn't see, right? Right. So um, we switched seats. And as soon as we switched seats, because I could see where he would, wouldn't be able to see because I'm a little taller than he was. We see each, I see, I, I taped the wrong spot because I'm going to see if we can see this on camera. You see like a quarter of me, <laughs> and you see all of him, and I paid for the ticket so we can go. I'm like, oh, I ain't that <laughs> I ain't that a bitch. <laughs> I got my buddy Tony Thunder, we, uh, I went to a, we were at SmackDown. We didn't buy our tickets together. He just happened to be going. I was going. It was the uh, SmackDown, uh, the SmackDown in Detroit, uh, same day they announced, uh, they had the WrestleMania press conference. So okay. they had the press conference downtown, and then they went over to the Joe for SmackDown. I was there. He was there. And they had a match, Finley versus somebody, and it got messed up, and they had to retape it at the end. And a lot of people didn't know they were retaping, so people left. 
he made his way down from the nosebleeds to get front row. So when you watch that on that, when we went home and watched that on that Thursday, halfway through that Philly match, the whole crowd changes, and you see him in the front row, and then it changes back, and he's not there, and it changes again, and he's right back in the front row. Dude, you got to go back on the network and let me know what day that was, because I got to go back and watch that shit. Yeah, I'm going to see. I'm going to see if that's on there, because he, he's there in the front row. I was on the – I wasn't on the hard camera side. I was on the other side, and you just see him, and he's standing on the front row. I'm like – Oh my God, you're right there. And then it shows him again and he's gone. The, the crowd's regular. Then it comes back and he's there again. So, man. And I, I don't know what it is about seeing yourself on TV, man. It, it's, it's something. Like, look, if, if y'all ever want to see me at a wrestling event, watch uh, the 2016 United Champions and watch like the last 10 minutes of the pre show. You will see me and my boy Ed <laughs> walking back and forth for the cameras and shit, man. And it's like, oh shit, I didn't know we was over here, man. Like I could, so we walk past the cameras and shit, and like I'm looking at the camera all weird and shit. Then my boy Siv, he texts me, he's like, hey man, I just saw you on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but my buddy Tony takes me and said, I just saw you twerking on TV. I was like, no, you didn't. And I go home and I watch the network, and yes, he saw me twerking on TV. Hey, I don't know if it was you. It might have been me. Man. No, it was me. I looked. I said, oh, my God, I am. I, I, it, it took me like a week to realize I was actually there doing it. I was like, I really thought he was joking. But, no, he saw me twerking. I was like, oh, man. I don't know why, man. It was funny because, like, they saw us with our booty old shirts, man. They started the New Day Rocks chant. And I'm like, yeah, New Day Rocks. And then we walked past the camera again and I just look at the camera all creepily and shit I'm like what's up cameras y'all stupid you gotta look creepy because if you don't look creepy <laughs> they, uh, they're pushing you out of the uh, way from behind they're trying to get nobody behind them. you just gotta keep walking so whatever you're gonna do you got three seconds to do it and just <laughs> keep on moving man but shout out, shout out to my boy who went with me to that uh, SmackDown, my boy Amari Johnson, a.k.a. The Viper, a.k.a. <laughs> we'll give you that business in WWE because he is that good on that game. I don't know how good you are on that game, but my <laughs> man, whew, he made his characters called The Viper, and he is a problem. And oh, wait a minute. Also, shout out to my cousin who will be listening to the podcast. He better be. His name is Andre Shropshire, a.k.a. M- NBLD, that's his name on PlayStation, which stands for Niggas Better Learn to Duck. Because <laughs> he's taking headshots. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, man, uh, yeah, this ran a little longer than I thought it would. Any more, any more uh, questions y'all want to throw out there real quick, man, before I, I jump into that last issue I had? Uh, Mr. Edwa? No, no, I don't think I got no questions. It, no, no questions. Oh, I mean, we we, we kind of touched on it a little bit, man. Like, how how do you feel WWE moves from this point on, man? They WWE's got a lot going on, man. They had um, Royal Rumble and NXT run this weekend. They had the the UK tournament run this year, this weekend. I mean, this uh, month. Honestly, I thought we might see my boy Ty, uh, what's my man uh, Tyler Bate. Uh, oh, Tyler Bate. Tyler, Tyler Bate or uh, yeah, Tyler Bate. Pete Dunn. I thought we might see them in a rumble. We didn't see either one of them. Um, I thought we might see them in a rumble, but we didn't see them. But we like I I, I don't know about y'all. I'm a, I'm a wrestling nerd. I listened to the, the Triple H uh, <laughs> uh, conference call. He was talking about what they have next coming on. There's there's definitely a, a coming up a uh, UK weekly show that they want to do. Right. We'll see how that turns. Matter of fact, 
did you see watch the UK tournament? Yes, yes, I did. Let me, let me get your your thoughts on what, what what the WWE did with the UK tournament, man. You know what? It it was okay. You know, it wasn't. It it felt rushed. I understand they couldn't. They didn't want to stretch out the tournament like they did the Cruiserweight Classic. Right. You know, they had more people and more time for that because that was taped. But uh, there was a lot of standouts in there. Like uh, Trent Seven. I know people was looking out for him. Now yep. going into this, I knew nobody except Mark Andrews. That's the only guy I knew. I, I knew Mandrews, and I didn't realize I knew who done and there was another guy. Trent Seven? Or? It was another guy that ended up in, like, PWG, and I can't remember who it was. But it, Dunn and Mandrews were, like, the two that I just – and uh, the guy that was on NXT that lost to uh, – shit. The guy that had got his head busted open. Uh, Birch, Birch, Paul Birch, something like that. I can't, I can't remember his name. E- e- either way. The one that Finn Balor's guy did? Finn Balor's guy uh, busted open? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah. But he, he got busted open, and then, yeah, I, I remember him from, like, NXT television, but, you know, he, he lost most of those matches. So. Right. But, like, real talk, Mandrews and, like, Pete Dunn, like, the only two I, I really recognize. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Man, yeah Mandrews the only guy I really knew, but a lot of them stood up. Finn Balor's guy stood out. He, he had an okay match. Oh, yeah. Tyler Bate, I mean, that, that – that, well, he it's a tiger bomb or whatever you know, tiger driver. Right. You know his, his I forget he called like the Tyler driver or something. But yeah. Yeah. That, that move that puts away some some smaller guys when he hit it on uh what's my man's name uh I've got hit it on that bigger guy the, the wolf Wolfman or yeah, something yeah. yeah he hit it on him I was like wow like yeah. yeah that that was impressive so I liked it but uh yeah Peter Dunn I'm waiting or Pete Dunn I'm waiting for him to get caught up I like the I did a little research, him on uh, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, and uh, Trent Seven, no Mustache Mountain, they had that little group. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the Bruiserweight, when he was part of it, they would call something else. Uh, right. I can't remember what it's called, but, yeah, all three of those guys, they were sweet. Uh, what was the other guy's name? Uh, one guy, he, he stood out for me, not because he was a great wrestler, but because he was different, the black guy. There was a black guy? Yeah, there was a black Or was he was he, like – uh, Indian or the guy? He was he 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 was kind of the hip hopish guy. He lost to Peter Dunn in the first round. But uh, okay, yeah, the, I, I okay, kinda, I know you talking. Yeah, I, I kinda, know who you talking about, but didn't yeah, didn't yeah, like didn't, know, didn't stand like out to me at all. He, he stood out to me because it was different and weird. But I was like, yeah, I can see you doing something. Right, you, you're that guy. They, I hate to put him as that, but I classify him as you're going to be the UK jobber. You know, he's going to be that UK jobber. So. <laughs> the token UK black guy? <laughs> yeah, token UK black guy jobber. Was, um, was William Regal there? He was backstage. He, like, ran it. Okay. You know, kind of like commissioner type wise, general see, manager. Yeah, I can see him so, doing that. Yeah, they had, you know, they had the little drama of Pete Dunn. He, they, they call him Bruiserway for a reason. He, he take cheap shots on you. And when he took the cheap shots on you, William Regal was there to tell him because it wasn't even a match. And he punched the guy in the face. Mm. And and they were like, yeah, they they thought about punishing him, disqualifying him, but they said, nah, I keep him in, and he was all right. So, so you, do you think this is something that's going to last? Do you think it's just a little fad for right now? Or, I mean, honest opinion, I don't see UK thing lasting very long. I think it's going to be harder. I know Triple H wants to branch out all over the world, mm. but I feel like UK independent promoters aren't going to go along with it for long, mm. and you're either going to crumble under Triple H's uh, anarchy. Or you gonna go with the flow and be like, okay, we gonna build together. But mm-hmm. I mean, 
Raiders wrestling, they got a nice, strong, you know, background. They like they just started out, you know, five years ago. Okay. They've been around for years, decades. So we just got to see who's stronger. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's funny about that. I think about that, uh, the conference call I listened to on Thursday. And um, basically the, the, the way it sounds is that they're going to have like a week. The, the plan is for them to have a weekly U.K. show on the WWE Network. And a, a lot of this shit is going towards the network. And honestly, as a person that subscribes to the network, I appreciate that. Right. But the kind of the question that, that was asked by one of the reporters was is that um, a lot of the, the British promoters ended up sending some of their best guys to the, this uh, yeah, tournament that WWE had. And then it's like, well, you can't use them on British television anymore. It basically is like, okay, we signed them to deals that, you know, you can still use them. Yeah, live events only. Just as long as it's not on, not on TV. Right. They so, yeah. like a Tyler Braid and, you know, uh, Mandrews, these guys have big names over in the UK. Right. If you're a, you know, uh, what's, the, what's the name of the company? Uh, Revolution, Revo, Revolution uh, Pro? Uh, yeah, what culture Re- or something? Yeah, what culture? If, if you sent some of your best guys to this, UK, this WWE UK yeah. tournament, you can't use them on your television anymore. Yeah. And they were pissed off, and they felt like, okay, well, basically this is what Vince McMahon did back in the 80s right. by taking over, a, you know, AWA or, uh, you know, WCCW or whatever, you know. Right. And honestly, it, it is the same thing all over again, man. Yeah. But, you know, UK ended up building they're, – they're building a, a bit of a – a revolution over there of some great talent that's being cultivated over there, like your Zack Sabres Juniors, your Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is one of the guys that when Will Ospreay gets to the WWE, people are gonna be like, God damn, this guy is good. Right. And like, as long can, as they don't water him down. And long, yeah, as long as they don't water him down, like they're gonna be like, this Will Ospreay kid is good as fuck. And like he's in like uh New Japan right now. He's he's doing a little bit of uh Ring of Honor shows right now, you know, uh Evolution, right. yeah, in PWG, he's, he's doing all these show, these independent shows, and like the guy is fucking good. But if WWE gets their hands on him, they're gonna be like, nope, we don't want him on any television. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. They're gonna be like, well, we don't want him on any television. We want if you have him, you can put him on your live shows, but like you're not gonna be able to draw any money off of him. Right. Mm-hmm. And the WWE is doing that right now with the guys they got from that UK tournament. And until the WWE launches this UK tournament, I mean, this UK show, this weekly show, these guys aren't going to be able to make any money for these UK promotions that are growing. They're going to end up dying soon, man. Yeah. It's, Unless it's, they build new characters. That's the only way they do it. Build new people who you're not sending away, but it's going to be hard because what's pretty much almost every wrestler's goal, make, make it, it to, to WWE. WWE. Yeah. Every little league football player, make it to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So. And – Ed, you watched the Cruiserweight Classic, man. Oh, yeah. Let, let's just be honest. The only reason uh, TJP won that, that tournament is because Zack Sabre Jr. didn't sign that. They signed a contract. Yep. If Zach Sabre and Ju- Kota Ibushi. I'm going to say, if Zack Sabre Jr. or Kota Ibushi signed a contract with the WWE, we would have never heard of Ty, uh, TJ Perkins. Yeah, we would, he would have never won. Because you look at his background, WWE would have been like, oh, you did what in TNA? Yeah, nah. Fuck yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Man. He was ready to sign right away. So. Right. So, I'm I'm looking forward to what the w, the, the, the WWE does with this UK thing, but at the same time, I know it's going to end up killing a lot of these 
UK promotions. And I, I don't know if we, we've talked about this yet, Ed. I don't know if you know about what's going on with uh, Flow Slam. Flow Slam is basically, I, I, I guess you would say, comparable to the WWE Network. Yeah. They've taken on a lot of like independent companies, and they basically it's like a monthly subscription thing where you get to watch independent wrestling. Yeah, okay. I know Evol- Evolve is a part of it, right? Yeah, Evolve. Evolve. And, uh, P- PWG too, I think. I don't I think know. Where I don't Revolve know. goes, PWG pretty much follows. But I don't know if PWG got it because I think PWG is their own thing. Really? Because but uh, I, I definitely know Evolve is a part of it. Right. But it's Listen. it's these companies, these independent companies that have their shows. That's with this whole new subscription program, and you got to pay. Honestly, it's more than the WWE Network. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you get a lot more with it. Yeah, you get a but, lot. You get a lot of content. So. But it's like, I mean, how many people watch like uh, amateur wrestling, wrestling and yeah. like track and field and yeah. stuff like that? So they're they're trying to compete with the WWE Network, but the WWE Network understands that <laughs> they have the name behind them. Mm-hmm. They have NXTs. They have your your, your two hundred five lives. They have the 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 the, the, w, the uh, UK thing they're doing. Eventually, all these companies are going to end up going to the WWE. Like, we want you to put our shit out there. They'll, they'll get a percentage right. to, you know, put their shows out there. But eventually, they're going to end up going to the WWE. Right. And it's like the WWE basically is doing what they did back in the 80s by getting rid of your AWAs, your uh, your world-class championship wrestlers, your Florida championship wrestlers. They're doing it again, but they're doing it with the independence right now. As a person that, that loves independent wrestling, man, like, how do you see the next five years of, of professional wrestling going, man? Uh, honestly, in five years, say 2022 by now, I, I don't want to see them concede. I feel like Flow Slam out there, Fight Network out there, they, they can hold on. Look how long TNA's been holding on. So they, I got I feel like they got. Can a they hold on? And we got to see if they can hold on. If Triple H is out there doing like Vince did, and he's buying up all these, all their best people, get offering them contracts, bringing them in. We got to see what they can do. But uh, all know. right. Well, let me. Well, play. Let's play devil advocate for a second. We, we we talked about it a little bit during this podcast. The Hardy Boys are probably the hardest thing in the business right now. And they both said, like, we want to end our careers WWE. with WWE. Mm-hmm. How much? I mean, Hardy Boys probably don't got that much longer to go, man. They're, they're up there in age. Hey, they got to offer them, a, con- offer them a, uh, a contract and put that amount down. And it's, okay. it's got to be worth it. And here's the thing. WWE definitely has that money. Let's say they put that contract down and the Hardy Boys say, you know, they, they go to WWE. So all their content. Everything the Hardy Boys do is now exclusively with the WWE. Right. What does TNA have left? They got to build something. We got to see what they got to hold on. They got they got to try to build something. That's the whole thing. You got to try to got to try to don't put all your eggs in one basket. And I, I would hate to say it, but they didn't do that because they're still they still got money in Bobby Lashley. They're trying to build Eddie Edwards. They've made he's what uh, he always oh, well, a former champion now. Mm-hmm. You know Bobby Lashley, the four time uh, TNA champion. Right. Uh, then they got Drew 
Gat, Drew McIntyre. I'm going to call you McIntyre because I don't really know what the hell your last name is over there. <laughs> Drew Galloway. Yeah, yeah, Drew Galloway or something. But, you like, know. but like, real real talk, man, if the Hardys wasn't on TNA, how much TNA would you be watching, man? Honestly, how much am I watching now? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not watching much now. I'm just catching clips. So, I know TNA, they have their fans that show up all the time. They got they got their fan base. Yeah, because they, they, they hand out free tickets at, uh, yeah, what, what's the name? They got their 100,000 that watch on TV, and that's <laughs> that's minimum. That's grains of salt compared to what WWE's watching, people that are watching WWE. But I feel like the Hardys say, yeah, you know, we want to we wanna end our career in WWE. Why? Because they want to end up in the Hall of Fame. They want to. They want a real Hall of Fame ceremony. They want to go to the hall. They want to go to the hall. They want to give their speech. They want to say hi to everybody. They want to go to WrestleMania. They're, they're going to have exactly what the Dudleys have by 2019. Exactly what the Dudleys did. You, you don't think that Broken Matt and, and uh, Brother Nero were working WWE before? Just like they will. Just like the Dudleys. They're going to have that. They're going to have that good year, and I bet they're going to the Hall of Fame by 2020. They'll be in the Hall of Fame. Look what they did to the Dudleys. I mean, they never got the title. They always mm-hmm. screwed them out of some kind of way. Right. They're supposed to come back and win the title and be the greatest champions, right? But but think about this. The Dudleys are already great champions. They won more tag team titles together than any other team. Sure. So all Matt and I hate to put it like this. I don't know them. I don't know them personally, but I feel. Matt Hardy is smarter than Bubba and Devon put together, and he will find a way to get in the contract, give us one more title run. So you're saying he that won't the sign w- without another title run. So the Dudley Boys had a contract. They said, hey, we don't care if we get the title or not. Just they, come back. They, they probably didn't ask for it. They wow. said, come back, give let us work this many days, and put us this much TV, and we'll do it from from this day to this day. Mm-hmm. And Triple H probably said, sure, sign on dotted line. You got that money. Wow. And look, and they look how they went out. Didn't they get put through tables or something? On their on they last, yeah, they last the, night, the they gallows got, yeah. or something. Yeah. But here's the thing, man. Like, let's let's look at like, let's look at where the Dudley boys before they went to the WWE and where Matt and Jeff are right now before they go to the WWE. Like mm-hmm. I said, honestly, I think Matt and Jeff are the two best, biggest things in the business right now, right? Like, across all companies. Like okay. to me. So, so do you feel like what Matt Hardy is doing right now is better than what he did in WWE? Hell yeah. Okay, now let me ask you this. Take a trip in the past. Do you feel like what Bu- Bully Ray did in TNA is better than what he did in WWE? Bully Ray character? As a, as a single character? As a single character? Fuck yeah, yeah. There we go. And, so, but and, here's, and look who came back first. Bully Ray came back. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, I feel like Matt is, a, is smarter than Bully Ray. Mm-hmm. Bully, you got to remember, who came back first? Mm-hmm. Bubba, came, Bubba Ray did. He came back at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just to kind of test the waters. Yep. But I feel like if Matt had showed up at the Royal Rumble as Broken Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. man, that whole crowd would have been like, not, not, not like, you know, um, version one or, no, you know, yeah. Team Extreme. They would have been like, delete, yeah, delete, yeah. delete. And it's a whole other thing that they. People would have looked up at the Titantron and then saw that gray hair. All they do is cut to that gray hair. I had a premonition. Exactly. Dude, and he came out. That would have been the end of the, the pay per view right there. Dude, <laughs> think about this, man. What did the WWE copy that was the Bubba, maybe Bully Ray or uh, Brother Devon and TNA? What did they, as Bubba Ray and Devon? As Bully Ray and, Bully and Ray? Brother Devon and TNA. What, what what has the WWE copy that they that the, the Dudley Boys did in TNA? I don't know. The Dudley Boys, the only thing I can think of they did was. Uh, 
I can't think of nothing. What did WWE copy that was the broken uh, Matt Hardy and Jeff? Yep, the deletion of compound, the why it's in the new day. Exactly. Yeah. So they realized, like, what the Hardy boys got is working, and they tried to do it themselves, but it right. didn't it fucking didn't work. work. It yep. didn't fucking work. But if you can, if you can get the Hardy boys mm-hmm. as what they are right now, yep. it's a lot worth a lot more than what the Dudley boys are. The Dudley boys exactly. got to pop for a couple months, but mm-hmm. after a while, it was like, yeah, okay, what, Dudley you, boys what are you again. doing with the Dudley boys? Nothing. Right. And then they went away. And then people was like, oh, don't don't send them away like that. But you bring Broken Matt and Jeff in there right now or anytime soon, they're going to fucking take over, man, because people are going to be in there. Shit, you got people saying delete right now at WWE events, man. Yeah. So you're saying because that when they brought the Delta Boys back, they were – at a not a decline, but they weren't at their best. The, at the, the, time. the, the Dudley boys were nostalgia act. Mm-hmm. When they came out, it, it it took you back. Oh, I remember them back in the W in uh the the the, the, the attitude era. Mm-hmm. But like, if you bring Matt and Jeff back right now as they are, which I think that's the only way they would go back to the WWE, Something it's a different. whole new thing, yep. and it would take over. Yep. It was, yeah, because it's. They brought the Dudley boys back as the, the same du- old Dudley boys. Right. Do you bring you bring Broken Matt in as this brand new character? What only way you gonna do that? It's gotta be money on the flow. If it ain't no money on the flow, it, it, it Matt, Hart, yeah, Matt and Jeff are just gonna keep traveling around to independent to independent to independent capturing gold. And honestly, they'll make more money that way. And like what they're doing is is they're stacking they're, they're building up that heat so that. Hey, WWE gotta give them, gotta, gotta give, them, give them, gotta give them what they want. Gotta give them. They, hey, they'll probably get seven figures for a year, probably seven figures. And then, uh, what they got the they got oh that's why the Young Bucks haven't came. Young Bucks said they make more money doing independent shows than they ever would on a WWE contract. Exactly. So and they they they're the number one selling uh, T-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com. Pro Wrestling Tees, you can sponsor also. Yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. Flow Slam, you can sponsor. Fight Network, yes, sir. you can sponsor. Uh, they make more money doing any of those than WWE ever wanted to offer them a contract. They had they had a tryout match, and it didn't go so well. They was like, nah, this not for us. Wow. This went a lot longer than I thought it would, man. But, uh, all right. Got any, any anything else you want to throw out there? Any questions? Oh, closing remarks. Any questions you want to ask real quick, man? Uh, no, man. Just- Ed? No, no, I'm good. Uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and we just got to enjoy the ride because we're not driving. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Ed, you didn't see this match. I got to talk about it before we, we close it out, man. I know. I'm going to watch it tomorrow, though. Uh, Mr. CF, you saw this, this match, guy. man. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was Wrestle Kingdom main event, Mr. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega versus what's his first name? Okada. Uh, what's Okada's first name? Kazuka Okada? Yeah. We'll just call him Okada. Okada. So, Omega versus Okada, man. You saw the match. You didn't, you don't know the storyline behind it. You didn't know who these motherfuckers were. You didn't know the storyline behind it. You didn't know the build up behind it. What were your thoughts on that match? I I sent you the link. I I told you I wanted you to watch this match and we will talk about it on the show real quick. What were your thoughts on that match? I tell you, um, when you sent me the link, I opened it and then I saw there was a 53-minute match. And I'm thinking, okay, this must be the whole pay-per-view. It must be 53 minutes. I don't know how this match is going to go. <laughs> and then I start watching the match and seeing things. I'm like, okay, they're going at it. They're going at it. They're going at it. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is the whole thing. And then I said, hey, this match isn't long enough. This match needs to keep going. That was a great entertaining match. 
I don't normally watch um, anything but WWE, maybe sometimes CNA. Right. But for me to say, you know, that's like, you know, like when you, if you want to get someone to watch a TV show, you show them the very best show there is. And when you show them the best show, then they'll go from there. You know, like the right. best episode, they'll go from there. And that right there would make me want to keep watching that, that um, network because I want to see what else they'll do. I want to actually see the buildup behind the two matches. I mean, the guy... Um, What's his name? Uh, the 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 white the white dude or the yeah. Japanese dude? Omega. Omega. Kenny Omega. Kenny. <laughs> He's in the cleaner. That interest he had when he come out as the Terminator. That I was blown away when I first saw that. I was like, okay, I, this is something I I'm going to watch. Yeah, I saw the, the mask he had on. So yeah. yeah, you saw that. Yeah, that I saw was the mask. Unbelievable. And then when the crowd was doing the dun 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 dun, dun, dun chat when he was about to jump over and hit him, I thought that was incredible. I like how. Kenny Omega had his guys there at the um, event, and they didn't really get involved. You know, it wasn't, right. no, I'm going to beat him up while no referee's not looking. I'm going to start the referee. They were just, hey, we just here. You know, they did hold the um, ring. Um, ropes. No, not the ropes. No, no, um, the gate. They held yeah, the yeah. gate back because they knew a boy might not make the jump, so they held it back. And he, yeah. he was, and then you could tell he was kind of pushing the rope too, but I mean pushing the gate, but he's kind of like leaning on it. And, and those were the young bucks, so – we were talking about the Hardy Boys facing uh, the, the Bucks of Youth. Uh-huh. That's what we were talking. Oh, that's about. what we were talking. About? Yeah, oh, that's what the Hardy okay. Boys would be going up against. They're like one of the best tag teams. They they won literally won Tag Team of the Year by T- PWI in 2014 and 2015. Okay, so they're one of the best tag teams in the world. And like you said, they they didn't get involved in the match at all. No, because Kenny Omega is a part of the Bullet Club, and mm-hmm. so are the, the Young Bucks. But the Young Bucks didn't get involved at all in that match. The only thing they did was hit to hold the gates back for, you know, Kenny Omega to do that. To do that job. Yeah, yeah that flip, yeah. yeah. I saw moves. I I thought, like, okay, he's probably dead. This is this is a wrap. And then they kicked out, you know. Uh, kind of kicked out of a um, move. There was, like, a driver. I think it was a mega hit or was a kind of hit the driver. He had him, like, the, hold uh, it up. And, and yeah, and dropped it. Yeah. No, 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 you're talking about the rain, the uh, the one wing angel that uh, Kenny Omega does. No, 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 yeah, we ain't talking about that. It was something else he did. He like he folded them up, like he had like his butt in his face, and he dropped them down almost. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember that? I'm trying to remember that spot, man. I can't remember it off the top I'm of my head. I'm was it, it right. was it Kenny Omega that did it or, or uh, Okada? The, was it the Japanese dude the, or the white? The, the, uh, the picture is so grainy on the, the copy. It was like so. Uh, yeah. Like, so here's the thing, man. Like when I saw it. I, I saw it, like, literally, like, a day or two after the event happened on January 4th. So, I saw, like, a really good copy of it. Okay. By the time I got it to you, it's, like, a couple of weeks after, and, like, New Japan, like, shut down, like, a lot of the, like, the good copies of it. Mm. So, basically, I found what I could find to get to you. Oh, that's fine. Because yeah. normally, you know, that would be, like, you know, you're trying to get someone to watch something for the first time. Yeah. And it's not a real good copy. The person probably won't be interested. But I was all in. Right, right. I've never been all in on a, a independent show like that in my life. And I really enjoyed it. And uh, and here's the thing. Like, a lot of people were thinking that Kenny Omega was going to make the jump to WWE mm-hmm. after that performance. Because he... Uh, what's my man? Wade Keller gave that match a six-star rating. I don't know if you follow the rating systems in, in wrestling. That shit only go up to five. I remember you so this that. motherfucker made a whole new rating for this match. Yeah. And like when I when I heard that, I'm like, man, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin, I listened to his podcast. He had Wade Keller on there, uh-huh. and Stone Cold was like, what? 
he, he gave him a six-star rating. Now he goes to five. I'm going to have Wade Keller on my show and talk to him about it. That's got to be some bullshit. So Stone Cold watched the match. He was like, it's a great fucking match. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, Stone Cold could only find like maybe a couple things wrong with the match, uh-huh. and it was like nitpicking shit. Like, I mean, yeah, it was three three minutes. I'm pretty sure they're gonna do something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, like literally, he said like the only thing he didn't like about the match was the fact that Kenny Omega spit in his face. But I'm like, that's that's nitpicking. Oh, you know, I didn't like that either. But I was like, I was like, but okay, it, get him. But so it, when he it did, built, I was like, it get, get the him. story up though, right? Exactly. I was yeah. like, get him for that because I ain't like that. And like the, the Bullet Club, like it's some dirty motherfuckers, man. So it built the story up even more, man. So. I mean, am I going to say that was the greatest match I've ever seen? For its time, yeah, I would say. For its for, time. For, for this time? No, yeah. I'm saying for, for it to go 53 minutes. You know, you expect a lag every now and then, like, okay, when is this going to be over with? But I was like, please kick out because I want to just keep going. <laughs> like, like, he kicked out. Oh, he did. Oh, he kicked out. Oh, he did. It was like, you, you, man, I mean, it's up there, man. It's it's not very very many matches you can sit there and show me that were better than. I mean, that's on the same level and better than that, man. Like you, you got to throw like uh, Cena versus Punk at Money in the Bank in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You got. I mean, I don't know if you all ever seen this, like uh, Samoa Joe versus uh, Kenta Kobayashi. It was a match that happened like '94 back in like Ring of Honor. Okay. Um, I think that. Oh four. Yeah, I think that got like a five star. I mean. You literally have to go through like all the five star matches in history and start putting this match next to it to mm-hmm. find something that can be better than it. And if that's the case, it's definitely a five star match. I mean, it's definitely one of the best matches of all time. You know, and after the match, I was kind of hoping that the characters would break, just break color character for just just a few seconds and just give each other like a handshake or hug, and say hell, hell of a match type of thing. But you know, I know they weren't gonna break character. And but that would have been even better. And here's the thing: like Kenny Omega before uh, the Royal Rumble said that I'm going back to New Japan, and he said he felt like he had more that he had to do. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, I want to see the next match between these two motherfuckers. Man. <laughs> Like yeah. if if you leave people, if you have like a, a fucking 40, 50 minute match and you leave people wanting more, mm-hmm. you've done your job, man. You've mm-hmm. definitely done your job. Done your job. Honestly, it's one of the best matches. I'm be honest with you, man. Like somebody in WWE will have to have a hell of a fucking match to top that one as match of the year. Man. Well, absolutely, you know, and I don't think you can because how many times are you gonna see a 53 minute match is only one pin? Right. And usually that's, you know, WWE have their 60 million, you know, what is it, Iron Man matches and stuff like that. It would be good, but it would be right. some pins going on. And this was just one pin. And, and here's the thing and here's the thing that I, I think is, is so amazing about this match. I, I, I sent you the clip. I was like, check it out. Mm-hmm. You didn't know who these people were. Yeah. You didn't know the storyline behind it. And you thought it was a great match. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. I'm pers- I know the storyline. I knew, I know the, I knew the, the build up to it. And I'm like, man, this is a great fucking match. Uh-huh. So imagine if you knew what the storyline wow. was, man. And, like, I, I was telling you, like, my man, Kenny Omega never even hit his finisher, finisher in that match. I know I got to look this on YouTube so we see what his finisher looked like. And his finisher is amazing. The One Wing Angel? Yeah. He's got a couple finishes. He's got the, the One Wing Angel. He's got the, the Fisherman Buster. And then he does the the electric chair deadlift German suplex. 
Well, so, right right now his official finisher is the one, the one wing angel. angel. He, yeah. he 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 teased it like three or four times in that match and never hit it. So now you have to ask yourself, it's like, man, what if Kenny Omega actually hit his finisher in that match, man? Because uh, oh boy, hit his finisher. He hit his finisher a couple that that uh that rainmaker and that that. Oh my God, this motherfucker hit a tombstone power driver and spun with the shit, and I'm like. Yes. Oh, he fucking killed this man. Yes, I was like, okay, he's dead. <laughs> when you get dropped on your neck, I'm like, okay, that's all right. Mm-mm. But the story is there for the next match, man. And whenever they have it, man, I'm telling you, that I, th- I think the, ne- the next match they have is going to be here in America because they have a tour coming nice. to Los Angeles. Okay. And, like, I already subscribed to the WWE Network. I am literally, like, considering getting New Japan World now because of – that match and what I think they could do in the future. Hey, can you pull up for your phone, on your phone for me so I can see this, this chicken uh, thing you were talking about? The one wing angel. It's, dude, it's amazing, man. But I see this real quick. That ended up horribly. <laughs> <laughs> but shouts out to FanDuel. No, no shouts out to FanDuel. <laughs> <laughs> no shouts out to Pup, Pornhub, or whatever. You just pulled up on your phone, yeah, man. Yeah. But, man, I want to thank y'all for being on the show, man. Like, man. this shit went a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah. Every yeah. time you want me on the show, I'll be here. Uh, this right. is my first time talking. I thought I was going to be nervous. And I just, just stumbling on over everything I was going to say. But I had a great time, man. This Dude, was really fun. You know what's funny, man? Anybody that I've ever had on the podcast said the exact same thing. It's like, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't be on the podcast. I don't have anything to say. I'm nerv- I'll am be nervous. I'm like, look, we're just going to have a conversation. And most of the time, you know, we'll have that conversation. It, it just turns out as, you know, a bunch of people just, you know, like I said, just having a good conversation. And, it, you know, it, it, it turns out a lot better than people expect, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because um, yeah, I definitely want to talk some. Uh, we got to do it like a one before the Super Bowl and have a little football or just anything to talk because I would love to hear your predictions on who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, and shit, why. Patriots, man. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, no doubt, Patriots, man. Hadouken. These moves are on the game. I think I did see that. I got that. It's called the fireball or something. So it's all down. Kenny Omega's moves are all downloadable moves. Hadouken. Hadouken. It's called like a fireball. Man, shout out to my nephew, man. That motherfucker just running around like saying Hadouken all day, man. That's my dude. He was like, Uncle Devin, Hadouken. I can't believe I should get somebody. Oh, there we go. All right, here's the one wing angel, man. Let me get this reaction real quick. Okay, put him with extra shot. Let's share. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a driver. I can't think of the name of it, though. Mission Oak, yeah, Mission yeah he wouldn't have been. No a, he wouldn't be kicking out of that. Nah, he wouldn't be kicking out of that. It's just good yeah, he, he didn't get hit by that. He, te- he teased this move a couple times, man. And he what, did. I was wondering, like, to get you know, him with the chair? He's gonna be the German suplexer. He, he do. He start the same way, but he drop you down in front and he deadlift you. Oh, Christ, right? That ain't that ain't ready. Oh, yeah, that ain't it. <laughs> oh, that is it. What? Yep. I don't know what it was called. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, he ain't doing that shit. Well, like, yeah, normally starts right there, electric chair, then deadlift. Damn. 
I don't know what's worse than one wing angel or that one, man. Yeah. Second row. Oh, see, they they trying to kill people. <laughs> they trying to kill people. On this hey, game. you know what, man? One one of the moves in that match was a, a top rope dragon suplex, man. Yeah, and I forgot who it was. I want to say it was Jr. He was like, "I never want to see that move done again in in life." Like they could have, he could have fucking broke his neck. You bastards! But yeah, let's go ahead and close this out, man. Thank you all for being on the show, man. I, oh, no, I really bro, man. do appreciate it, man. Anytime, bro. I'm always here. Hey, you want to throw your social medias out, man, for people to, to hit you up, man? Uh, it's uh, S-E-A-T-H-J-O-H-N-O-C-N-N on Facebook. Uh, and with the Twitter, it is one Superman 1996 Holla at your boy. Uh, and? It, it, it's Holla at your boy part of the part of your Twitter? Is it one? Oh, okay, hashtag <laughs> Holla at your boy. That's with an A, not an E-R. Yeah, right. Ed, go ahead and throw your social medias out there, man. All right, I, okay. If you want to catch me online, you can catch me at... Yep, see, yep, yep, see that right there. Yep, I have no social media accounts. Yeah, so uh, what had happened was, yeah, this, this 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 was great. If you if you've been a longtime listener of the All State No Sizzle, we we had a little thing going on where I could have got a Facebook account. Yeah, I fucked that up. Yeah, so <laughs> all you had to do was get a hundred listeners and. And that, and that didn't go down. So. Yeah, I, I completely fucked that up. Maybe again, we'll try one day in the future. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But uh, you know, maybe, maybe if, okay, how about we throw this one out there? That's a little hard. I know we got to wrap this up. Okay, uh, I'm just going to throw out four random companies. FanDuel. <laughs> uh, really? Roku. Really? Uh, Flow Slam. Really? Or a free Terry Reynolds interview. You, uh, if it, any of those happen in the next, say, uh, six months, say by June, by June, June 1st, 2017, if any of you guys decide to sponsor uh, or be on the show or, or be on the show for free, the Terry Reynolds got to come for free. Maybe she do a first one, she, you know. You know, with all the uh, agent stuff, and then the second one she does a uh, free second show. If I can get Terry yeah. Reynolds on the show, you'll do get, get <laughs> free for free. Get her on the show for free, because <laughs> you could pay for it. And I, but I could pay for it too. No, 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 <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Nah, oh, nah, pa- nah, I ain't gonna pause that. I'll, I'll pay for <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll pay for it too. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Money well spent, brother. Yeah, if, if y'all really trying to see the the, the wild uh, anecdotes that go on in my head to see actually put out live on the web that is worldwide uh go ahead and put some sponsorship out here you know get your listeners out here tell your friends to listen tell your enemies to listen tell the friends of your enemies to listen tell your mailman to tell his family to listen because the mailman come by six days a week or you know non-holiday say hey you heard all state no sizzle you need to listen to that podcast exactly you know get that out here all right and i'll just say bye for now once again, appreciate y'all brothers for being on the show, man. I'm gonna no, go no, ahead. No, no. Mr. No, no, Mr. CF. This man gonna know my name. It's CF. <laughs> His name is CF, goddammit. S-E-A-T-H. CF. <laughs> like it could have been Oceaneth, but it's just CF. <laughs> and Mr. Edward. Mr. Edward, Mr. Nat the Natural Choice Eddie J. AKA Edward without the D. Yep. Mr. That's him, officer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for being on the show, man. With that being said, peace.